baby. Every con has its pros. Yeah, like seeing a boring fucking movie just so you can shit all of it on your podcast. <laughs> hey! My name's Andy. With me as always, speaking of shit, Muller. Uh, the little mermall is here to stay and uh, see you at the end. <laughs> With us as well, speaking of... Uh, Podcast, Braden in the flesh. <laughs> That's all I had for, for Braden. Wow, that was a, that was a real, <laughs> was real interesting great as Andy's intro. Yeah. <laughs> really, really good intro here. Thanks. So the all-female band Heim, Haim, Hyman, Hyman. <laughs> I'm not not sure how to pronounce it. I think yeah, I think it's a it's a shortened Hyman. Uh, Heim, Haim. Uh, okay, so this is a real Corey, band so this called is a, Heim or something. This is a real band called Corey Hames Hyman. <laughs> called Corey Hames Hyman say that they fired their agent over a gender pay gap at a festival. Uh, the band says someone was getting paid ten times more than us. Uh, who was it that worked for the band? What, what did they do? Sorry. Uh, they just fired their agent who booked oh, the them, agent. Okay, who, who booked them the gig, and uh, it goes on to talk about uh, this this gender disparity uh, pay gap uh, in in music festivals. Yeah, but, but between them and the agent, yeah, that, that's what they're saying. The pay gap is between. No, no, no. They they just fired their agent. I don't know. It just seems so their like, agent could have got them more money or a better gig. I don't this, know. This the story is the gender pay gap. Not like they're not accusing their agent. Oh no, no, this agent though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not. That's not. That's not the story. So, <laughs> have you ever thought that maybe some dinky little band like Heim isn't going to make as much as Justin Bieber? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, who, uh, that, that's what I was curious. Is what, like, what what gap are they? What's the gap? Oh what are no, they no, no, comparing no, no. Themselves to there's. They're not going to tell you that it was. What other bands? It's a, oh, it's, it, a, it's a random band at a random festival. Listen, some male artist uh-huh. was getting paid ten times as much at us as us. Some white male artist. Yeah. Uh, why don't I just talk about the g- the gender pay gap uh, in podcasts uh, about how some fem- there's some female podcaster out there who's making a million times as much as us who make nothing other than our ad reads on this podcast. It's the gender that's the Heavy problem. Heavy quotations around ad reads. <laughs> it's, it's the gender that's the problem, not the fact that we just don't have uh, some amazing, successful career yeah. like that person. That reminds me, did you hear, this wasn't that long ago, it was a couple months ago, and I don't remember who the comedian was. Some like a not a small but not that big of she's a black female comedian and she she just got a Netflix special, uh, like just signed on to do a Netflix special, and then she started complaining that there's a huge gender pay gap and that she would sh- like her contract was just like a fraction of what what the contract they gave to Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock <laughs> and Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. <laughs> Wait, like, like I, I've never watched any bit of her. her See, these her guys stand-up. at least had the good sense not to mention <laughs> yeah. who the bigger yeah. artist was because everybody would yeah. immediately be like, oh, yeah, of course and they everybody get paid was. more than you. It didn't even become like a, like, usually <laughs> these kind of stories, they just take it and run with whatever they whatever accusation they made. Nobody was on no. board. Like, why are you comparing yourself to, like, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock? Like, these just complete powerhouses. Goliath like, comedians. Like, yeah, Literally the biggest comedians, the biggest basically comedians out there. Today. Like, in the Chris, top- Rock is, Chris Rock is going to be like one of the biggest comedians, going to go down as one of the 
biggest, like greatest comedians ever. So yeah, Netflix had to pay a little more than for some just small time comedian that's not as popular. I like, noticed that Haim uh, failed to talk about how many fans they have versus how many fans the yeah. person with ten times the fan, ten times the money uh, got. I wonder if they have ten times the fans or something similar yeah. to that. Like in the entertainment industry. It's it's a notorious industry that if if you're a working class actor you don't make very much money but the people at the top like Robert Downey Jr yeah. get 80 million dollars for an Avengers movie for showing up for 5 minutes also- because it's the brand mm-hmm. uh, that sells the tickets maybe you guys didn't sell very many tickets Well also it's not <laughs> it's not as if uh, the music industry I, at least maybe maybe I just haven't noticed but I think most of the music industry isn't particularly male dominated in terms of the artists that you see isn't well, it, like it, a pretty it, it big is mix? pretty. It is pretty. Like it, at a music like, festival, it's seventy percent male hmm. uh, artists. I mean, the music I listen to definitely it's, is predominantly. Yeah. Male. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, I just see like I see lots of popular. But you, yeah, music when you think acts. of a pop star, you think of Britney Spears or Beyonce or usually female. Yeah. And then I think of yeah Justin Bieber as well. I'm gonna or, also uh, assume Beyonce is probably. Montana. Beyonce's probably the one making by far the most. So it shows that that's got to say something Well, that's something a race about, wage gap uh, uh, reverse. Uh, <laughs> just just whatever, whatever identity politics we can play to justify why that person is doing better than us other than that they just have a bigger career. Why is Beyonce making more than me? She's Beyonce. That's why. Duh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, is, why, is, uh, why is these people making so much more than me? It's like, yeah, because they have more fans. It must be someone else's fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be your fault that you don't have more yeah, fans. Yeah, Maybe yeah. that person got lucky. I'm sure if I had a billion dollars marketing my face that I'd probably be more famous <laughs> despite having a very unlikable face. I would love to see your face on billboards. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I tried to get it up on that billboard that we had oh, yeah? uh, that we had down the road. Oh, yeah, we've never talked about that, have Just we? Just for no reason or for some... Well, so we... <laughs> I mean, I think Brayden should tell me to talk about the billboard. We actually... I think, I think we did talk about it on one episode. Okay, well... It's just this really confusing billboard that, like, there's you, so much on it that you drive by and you, you don't know what it's for. Like, you think it's for a, a well, private eye or something. <laughs> yeah, so we had this billboard that I was against from day one and it said Jeff Jones private investigator and he had like a a paper cup against a door Mm -hmm. and it was a very stock photo so it didn't really stand out as anything like it was just a boring guy Mm -hmm. in a suit and and the idea was supposed to be that you're uh that he doesn't know how to market himself very well. Yeah. And then at the very bottom of the billboard, there was a thing about... Does need marketing help? Call so-and-so. But you're driving by yeah. it fast. All you see is the, the top of the sign. It, and like you said, you, you didn't you guys have people call your office I had, for a private had five eye? calls for pri- private investigators <laughs> and no business for marketing from this. And, and I did think it would be funny if I had a big picture of my face on that billboard and stuff because I said, well, we can only go up from here. You know, anything, yeah. anything's going to be better. I think that the next billboard was a big white billboard with a uh, print in the middle that just said websites and a phone number (laughs) we really really went in the opposite direction i like this quote from heim it's scary out there and messed up to not even be paid half the amount but to be paid a tenth of that amount of money it was insane it's it's always baffling to me when you get people in the creative field or the entertainment field bitching about the pay gap there because it's all contract work it's all based on a your popularity and b how much you can negotiate and sell yourself so it's not like there's there's a minimum wage for musicians uh, at this level well, or whatever. The, it's, how, it's however you negotiate and market yourself. It's, it's a weird thing because you see it with movies where, where they're saying, it's like, oh, there's a big pay gap between male and female actors. But 
that's all contract. They're just negotiating. Like Robert Downey Jr. can say, hey, you want me to play Iron Man again? It's going to be 20 million because people really like seeing me as Iron Man and you can't have anyone else as Iron Man. So he's able to sell himself a little better. It's not like it's a minimum wage for, okay, you're Robert Downey Jr. and this is how much we pay Robert this Downey Jr. This is how much Jr. we pay Robert Downey Jr. No because set. he's forced to be in this industry and he has to be in our movie because he has no other options. Yeah. So we can just pay him as little as we want with a, a flat rate. It's not like Robert Downey Jr. could just leave and then you wouldn't have an Avengers anymore. <laughs> so then he leverages that into an absurd fee. Yeah, it's a complex industry. With the, and with the movie industry, <laughs> yeah. it does get a little hard to be sympathetic when it's like, Jennifer Lawrence only made $9 million on her movie as opposed to her male counterpart that made 15. It's like, you, you made $9 million for three months of work. I guess that guy made 15 for three months of work, but it's kind of hard to feel bad. Yeah, it is. Make, yeah, that's because you're, you're not, not just make, scraping by. But no. you're not making money for your work. You're making money for your brand. brand yeah, you, people exactly are paying for your, for your brand. It's like, oh man, Shaquille O'Neal, he made like $9 million and all he had to do was get his picture taken for these weedy boxes. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's like, <laughs> man, he's making a four, four and a half yeah. million dollars an hour. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I, I love when people break that down in to break down contract work into hourly work because it doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah, because especially if you're a, if you're a freelance freelancer, which is like kind of a world that I'm in a lot. Uh, people are, oh, well, I'm making twenty one dollars an hour, and it's like, yeah, well, if you make an extra two bucks an hour times your eight hours a day times your week or whatever, that can turn into a significant amount of money. Yeah. But if you're a freelancer or you know like an actor or a musician would be, yeah, it's like. You're not working eight hours a day. Like, you're not being paid. You yeah, can't exactly. really quantify it into an hourly thing. So people, it's like, wow, you made $300 an hour then. It's like, yeah, but they're not working eight you're hours a day, 40 hours a week yeah. getting paid that. Like, it's... Yeah. You're just trying to convince the people you're working for the value of this thing that It's all value-oriented. So... So yeah. it turns out that women performers are just not as valuable as male. Yeah. <laughs> but Clearly. Th think about this headline. Hey, Hyman says they fired agent over gender pay gap at festival. Do you know what a better headline is? Haim says they fired agent over being a bad agent. Yeah. <laughs> and not yeah. negotiating well. Well, that's not a very interesting story because that's just how the music industry works. The truth comes out. <laughs> well, so was that the actual story or was... That's the headline. Or was, or was, was this band, them, them the one accusing the gender pay gap or was this the article, the whatever, blog or whatever it was? Was it them spinning this in a, in a different way? Haim says they fired their agent after learning that a male artist earned 10 times more for the, for, than them for a festival of losers. So I'm not sure. Like it, yeah. it, it's, it's hard to, to tell how much, the, how much Pitchfork is skewing this I need year. to see what this band looks like. What are the, how do you spell their... One of them's Hyman. got a bit of a lazy eye uh so oh, you know well, that's that's, that's you're gonna lose five times to get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> already gone down yeah so uh you know uh if you're a female and you have a more successful podcast than us uh you owe us ad reads to uh to bridge the gap that's uh you better start by the way your podcast like what you do you owe it to us for being a woman what do agents even do like that sounds like the easiest job agents ever. like you just call places and go hey do you want do you want my uh do you want to sign my guy or do you want <laughs> do you want my band to play? okay good i mean i think that it. if you're an agent your job is to know people yeah that's like you're gonna your job is to know people who can pull levers for your for your person you're representing yeah and getting them and also getting them jobs that are actually going to further their career which is like, a huge deal by the way like that's well that's everything a good agent could provide a lot of value to a band of course of course i'm sure there's a lot of shoddy ones out there that are just doing basically nothing like what you're saying but there's probably a lot of good ones <laughs> i just too. think when i think of an agent i think of a guy who just bccs 
like a hundred places. <laughs> hey, do you want uh, do you want my actor to share yeah. my band? I mean, I'm pro- there probably are agents like that. <laughs> I mean, and for you- like really small scale bands, that might not be the worst thing. Yeah. I like, just I have that. a guy who's just who's just looking through whatever lists, Craigslist, whatever yeah. he has, and just saying, "Well, I'm just going to email them out to all of them, and just by law of numbers, eventually I'll Someone, get, yeah. get Hey, them we're not job. BCCing a hundred people for our podcast, <laughs> so you know, clearly yeah. we could use that. If it's so easy, why don't you go BCC a hundred people? I should just be an agent. Yeah. You you should. You should. That's, be awesome. Sounds easy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Heim, yeah. take a look in the mirror, fix your lazy eyes. So, <laughs> that's my conclusion. They have more really, than, more really than one lazy eye. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just a bad photo. Um, so I was at the theater uh, the, just a few days ago, going to see uh, the latest. Uh, Highly praised horror movie, Hereditary. I'm sure a few people have heard of it or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, it's one of those movies that uh, it goes and gets, it comes out, it's this slow burn psychological horror movie and I can tell, I could tell within the first two minutes of watching it that it was going to be one of those movies that, one of those horror movies that mm-hmm. gets criti- like tons of critical praise and then, and then, and then you see claims like... Uh, uh, oh, the scariest movie of 2018. So lots of hype around this super scary, super good horror movie. And then so a bunch of casual audiences go and see it, and they just think, this is fucking boring and makes no sense at all. Yeah. Because it's not at all a typical, like your typical whatever shit. It's not a slasher, jump scare. like. Yeah, yeah. it's not the typical jump scare horse shit that people yeah. are kind of institutionalized to these days. I, I knew it right from the get-go. I saw this, like, yeah, so much casual audiences are just going to hate this, thinking it's this This was, doesn't scare, it doesn't make any sense, and it was really boring and slow. I fucking loved it. I know you saw it too. Yeah, Gordon. I did. Um, I did not. Mueller no did spoilers. Not, so not, I have to not be, cool enough. So I have to be a little vague about... So I'm, I'm not doing any review of it here. That's not what the episode is about. I think it's great. People should go see it. One of my favorite horror movies I've seen in a long time. But so in the movie, uh, there's kind of two ways to look at it, or at least a few ways, but two notable ways to look at this movie. Like there's a real world allegory. Like it's, it's, there's a metaphor going on. It's about like a real thing. And then it can also be interpreted in a more... Uh, spiritual, culty sort of ghost way, like a more traditional horror movie. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's weird, spooky ghost stuff going on. Um, I saw it as almost like an entirely like literal thing. But anyway, so a friend I was with, not to, <laughs> can't can't help but start and talking friend, about it. <laughs> a friend, a friend, yeah, I cut myself off. Uh, a friend I was with, you know, not to, uh, maybe I shouldn't say his, his real name, but him. it was let's say Richard from. <laughs> The podcast a few episodes ago and a few episodes before that. Uh, I don't think he enjoyed it as much as I did. He said he would have found it uh, scarier if the movie had more to do with, like, the spooky ghosts and the haunting sort of stuff. Richard. I just thought, like, what? It's more, like, so it's more, like... The, the metaphor, again, this doesn't spoil anything movie. The metaphor is about mental illness. Like well, the whole ears. movie has this whole foundation about being about mental illness. It, it does, heredit- yeah. Hereditary mental illness. But it's wrapped around some spooky spiritual cult stuff. Uh, so I just thought, like, so a ghost is more scary than, like, that hereditary mental illness could ruin your entire life? Something, yeah. <laughs> what are you... 
You're afraid of ghosts? <laughs> what, what, like, what are you, a, a child? Why, why are you afraid of ghosts? Would it be scarier if it was about, like, the boogeyman or cooties or something? Why, why would it be scarier if it was about ghosts? <laughs> He's my age. He's, like, 30. So why, why would it be scarier if it was about ghosts? I, I'm going to agree with Richard here. I do think that that stuff is way more scary. Uh, why is it scary? What, are you a child? Well, no, ghosts are real, of course. And see, I, I don't know. If they could haunt you I know, late at I, night. Like, there's lots of there's lots of morons my age that believe in ghosts and shit. See, the thing is, you can't control. A ghost wants to get you; they'll get you. A mental illness. You just pop a couple pills and you're good. <laughs> you're dead. There's, yeah. already, there's already fixes for those. <laughs> That's yeah. how it works. Yeah, yeah it's just, called a just, noose. <laughs> just, just some cyanide pills, and then <laughs> yeah. you're dead. No, like, and like when we saw that the the quote new Evil Dead movie, which is probably five or six years old. Five years old. Like that movie terrified me for like months. I'm always thinking of some demon crawling up the side of my bed or something when I'm trying to sleep and <laughs> I, like, I find it, seeing shapes in my I room. I find is it freaky. very hard to relate to because just the the idea of ghosts or boogeyman or monsters or any of that stuff like. I can enjoy it from a movie and story perspective, but the idea of being scared, like, oh, oh there might be demons in the shadow. <laughs> like, what are you, a fucking child? What the hell's wrong with you? Nah, man. Demons are, demons are not good. They don't like you. Did you, was, <laughs> were there they any, want to cause trouble for you. Did you uh, were there any funny theater shenanigans when you were watching Hereditary? Any funny, like... People yelling. <laughs> yeah, I have, Very little. I have yeah. one. But I can't say because of stupid Mueller. Uh, spoiler. Damn it, so, Mueller. Yeah, and everyone else listening. Uh, that, there, but I have movie. a couple of funny unrelated things to that. Like beh sitting behind us uh, was just these. I never actually saw them. But uh, I'm going to assume that they were a bunch of Asian broads because it sounded like they were speaking something were they, Asian. Were they like, <laughs> and just like <laughs> constant whispering and would not shut the fuck yeah. up for the whole thing? Because uh, I think they were just not interested. Oh, okay. They're just bored. Like, this isn't, this isn't fucking scary. It's just this lady <laughs> talking about how her life sucks for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I'm, I'm pretty good at ignoring that stuff, like people talking. Like, I'm, I... You, you just gotta yeah. be used to that when you go to the theater a lot. Yeah. Um, sorry, go ahead. I tend to notice this stuff more, especially in horror movies, because usually the audience is quieter and you're waiting for stuff. And yeah. there's this old guy that kept yawning. Like every five minutes, you hear, oh, like every five minutes. It was, and then he got up and took a leak during arguably the most like crucial part of the movie. I already know. What and I'm like, he doesn't even know what he meant. Like this guy, I don't even know why he's here. And then. In the last, the, kind of when the third act really gets going and without giving away too much. Yeah, always. Things are happening. The room is dark and the, the boy wakes up in his bed and <laughs> that part. And then all of a sudden when you can, you get, you can kind of see the room and you can see what's in the room. Um, You're spoiling a lot. So, someone at the front of the theater <laughs> goes, so like it was really quiet. All of a sudden you hear, Jesus! From like the front of the theater. Like people were freaking out. Yeah. And then uh, in the very beginning of the movie, uh, this girl stood a few seats away from us. And we're probably 10 minutes into the movie, and all of a sudden, she's all by herself. She just got up and walked out. Uh -huh. And very loud, or my one buddy's like, well, she either got stood up or she's in the wrong movie. <laughs> and she never came back. So <laughs> she, This is why, like, I'm not, uh, with a movie like this, I'm, I'm not that bothered by people talking. Because I almost get, like, a, a, a meta enjoyment. You do, it. yeah. Because I see this movie, I'm like, this is great. Great 70s-style psychological horror, slow burn. This is right up my alley for horror. 
but I, I get a secondary amusement from knowing that a whole bunch of people went to see this just based on the critical praise, yeah. and they were expecting some like paranormal activity, just constant jump scare fests, and like, ah, throwing your popcorn up in the air and whatnot. Uh, the other thing, again, directly related to that, as we were walking out of the theater, there's, there's a decent amount of people there, not crazy, but a decent amount of people, so we were in, you know, somewhat surrounded by people as we were walking out. And uh, I think it was some older guy. He was behind me. I didn't see him. Um, and he said, well, that was boring. Didn't make any sense at all. Great observation. It's definitely shit. a pretty cryptic movie. But yeah. there's, there's a pretty obvious baseline as to what's going on. Yeah. It's not like what the, it's not like it's a racer head or something, some weird yeah. art house movie or but, something. It's like when I saw Arrival, I... Uh, the sci-fi movie from a couple of years ago. I was yeah. taking a leak, and two old guys who were in the same movie walk in and into the bathroom. They're like, "Did you understand what happened in that movie?" The other guys were <laughs> like, "Nope." I was like, "Like we just got I, out." I'm like, "They was, explain. They tell you what happened." That was like a really literal movie. There wasn't. Yeah, there nothing, wasn't that much. You don't have to interpret anything. Like they basically lay it all out for you. I remember yeah. having you not no looking? trouble understanding that, and well, I typically struggle. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> what it is, they went into that movie here and like, oh, I hear this new like sci-fi thing is great, yeah. and everyone it's got Natalie now- Portman in it. Everyone nowadays, I think, equates uh, sci-fi with action, like sci-fi Independence action Day movie. Yeah, yeah. So I think they went into it expecting that when really it's just a movie about language. Yeah, and you so, got to sit down and actually watch it. Yeah, yeah. They they were shut down, not paying attention, because yeah, that's not like a cryptic movie at yeah. all. They clearly quit paying attention, probably like. Not even halfway through. Anyway, so old old people watching movies. Bad uh, idea. So before before we move on, uh, I got to call you out, Muller, for something uh, stupid. <laughs> He's not oh, stupid. Some pussy. Why thing. am I not some surprised? Some get, pussy <laughs> thing you said. Get in line, Andy. <laughs> uh, we have a little Facebook group chat among the three of us, just discussing stuff for the show, whatever. Blah blah blah. Uh, and Braden, you were talking. We were, I think we were talking a little about Hereditary, and then you mentioned to Muller about going to see some other movie. I think The Devil's Candy. You should, you, you oh, yeah, tell, we should you're watch telling, The Devil's Candy, yeah. You should watch that. And then Muller chimes in. I wrote down the exact quote. Oh, good. Says, Are you asking me to watch it? Because I ain't watching no horror movie alone. <laughs> what a fucking pussy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't read my text after that, because I, I basically said that, but in much cruder terms. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, have, yeah. I have a cruder term written down right after that. <laughs> yeah, you um, <laughs> Like, again, this this actually relates back to what I was saying before. Like, what are you, a child? I don't understand this. Like, I can't watch a movie by myself. What's gonna make it any different watching it with other people? Like, like we're gonna have like there's like the ghosts in the movie are gonna come out and attack, and you need friends to help you. Or something. Like, I don't understand why seeing it with other people makes it easier. This is some real pitchfork journalism happening right here, because because you're assuming entirely that I don't want to watch a horror movie alone because I'm afraid of watching. You it said alone. horror specifically, and I've known you to be. I don't a- think I've ever watched a horror movie alone it's always been in our group I've, I'm also basing this on uh, <laughs> you being a pussy toward horror movies in past experiences that I've had <laughs> yeah. so. I don't know after I've watched all the Saw movies so I can yeah, handle yeah, pretty no. much anything <laughs> at this point the, uh, great, the greatest horror in those movies is just watching them. yeah this is going to be yeah it's going to be a really disappointing explanation because I'm, I'm just like oh I'm used to watching it all t- I, honestly I think I'd just be bored to watch a horror movie alone uh uh, yeah, I don't know. I somewhat, like, I'm not going to be fri- like so frightened. I guess I've probably watched some zombie movies. I, somewhat, I, I don't watch movies alone, man. I just don't do it. 
I watched somewhat, The Office. I, the, only, the only reason I call you out on that is because passive experience. Like when we were watching uh, Maniac and you like refused to come Well, you over. did build it up. You're like, you know, I have a heart of stone and, uh, you know, my parents shot me in the head and now uh-huh. all of my emotions are gone. Yep. And I was terrified by this I, movie. I, oh, wow, you're really building this movie up. That is definitely not true because I never <laughs> describe movies as being terrifying to me. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm paraphr- paraphrasing. <laughs> I don't think that's what paraphrasing means. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to get to some actual movie talk now? Uh, do we, do <laughs> well, we have to? <laughs> if this is going to be considered actual movie talk, sure. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm going to... I'll hand you the floor. Uh, so this week's most... Oh, I guess I already screwed that up. Uh, the most hated movie ever... Of the week. Yeah, Andy loves that. Uh, <laughs> is The Lady Ocean's Eleven. The, the Lady Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> yeah, the new one in Just, just came out. Yeah. Uh, did it come out yesterday? No, it came out last week. We just, oh, okay. we saw so it it'll be like three weeks by the time people are listening to this. Yeah, very um, topical. <laughs> so, yeah. So last... Oh, uh, before, by the way, by the way, if anybody, uh, we're wondering if people are interested in like a live Twitch stream sort of thing of us uh, doing the episode, so... Send us a message or uh, let us know if that's something you'd like. If we get enough interest, we might do it. Yeah. Seeing as though we're talking about lateness, maybe we can. What maybe you aw- can get some movie criticism that's not a week and a half too late. Yeah. <laughs> what an awkward time to throw in that pitch. Uh, anyway, Sorry, last me. episode I made a claim regarding the movie Solo that this that that it was the most passively I've ever watched a movie, and that I just didn't care about it. I didn't. Wasn't curious about what I was going to see. And I've been holding you to that claim. Uh, And I'm going to keep holding you to it. That record has been immediately broken. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> in, that, in that Facebook group chat I was just talking about, you were like, oh, mate, what's this? we should go see Ocean's 8 and it'd be good for the podcast. And I'm just thinking, yeah, that's true. It probably would be good for the podcast. But there's just no part of me that thought I ever needed to go watch this movie. I figured, you know, there's Jurassic World. There's all this other crap. We can, we can, uh, Ocean's, the Lady Ocean's Eleven. We don't even need to think about that. And then I came up to go see it. And I was like, all right. And I'm just sitting in the theater waiting for it to start. Yeah, you so- were pretty depressed when I got there. <laughs> like, I was like, hey, fag, how's Here it going? <laughs> Ready to see this movie? Uh, <laughs> kind of sauntered in the door and dragged your well, feet and, and your trousers fell down around your ankles because you didn't even bother to do up your belt or anything. <laughs> so like, oh, okay. It wasn't even about that I thought this was going to be so terrible. I was just like, man, I worked a full shift today. I'm pretty tired. And now I just have to sit in the theater for two hours just being bored out of my fucking yeah. mind. Like it was, more, it was more the waste of time. That's what I mean so passively. Like It was well, the waste of time of just, all right, I'm going to be sitting here being... Being bored for two hours. Here, we did get to ruin a few people's movie by Almost talking definitely. throughout the whole movie, so that was yeah. that, was, that was not a waste a of time. Predominantly f- a female. There audience. was like ninety-five percent. I'm going to say we movie. could maybe literally count the amount of men on one hand, especially Whoa. if we don't count ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> and and you know, I don't know. We don't count what they identify as because you know, <laughs> yeah, that would make them female. Was there a lot of people at this movie? These or no? Not, I'd say half, it was probably sixty really? percent. Yeah, around, oh, okay. somewhere around the halfway point, maybe a bit more. 
Well, and that's second weekend, so that I, I was expecting to go on a week and just sit down. There'd be like two other people. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, it was like groups. a Friday night. So, uh, yeah, it was all women, of course, all showing up late to the movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bunch of grannies, some Asian chicks nice. in front of us. Nice. I think uh, that worked out good because uh, they weren't bothered too. Like, not many of them were bothered too much by us talking throughout the whole things because a bunch of females are probably I, also just talking. I, I did. I, I did probably 30, 40 minutes in. Uh, oh yeah, have you got some shushed. Gr- have some girls in front of shush shushed me, and, sh- and I just the thing they is- weren't even looking at me though. They just kind of like did it out the side of their mouth, like yeah, they were trying well, to throw their voice because they didn't want a confrontation. I wasn't actually sure at first that they were shushing you because when you say they were right in front of you, they were in in the row in front of us, but like way off to the right. And she just kind of shushed and turned her head. I was like, did she shush him? Because wasn't even close to you. Listen, lady, <laughs> I'm not a lady. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna just have be be all of a sudden shushed because somebody does it out the corner of their mouth or something. Listen, you're gonna need a, some threat of violence or something if you want me to actually shush. There listen, needs to be lady, a threat of an altercation. Listen, lady, I'm not the idiot who wanted to go see this yeah. dumb movie. <laughs> you're the fool here. It did. It did get me thinking a little bit though, because I was like, yeah, if, I think I probably would have been more, more conscious of it if it's a dude. Because, <laughs> because, because if there's a, because you know. Wait, by the way, we're not going to come off well in this episode. <laughs> Just brace yourself for that. But, but you know that a dude, there's a possibility with a dude that he might stand up and get annoyed, especially if he's like with his girlfriend or something. Yeah, he might pop you in the mouth or something. Yeah, yeah. And you know that that's not going to happen no. with a woman. So there's, there's all this talk going on right now. Uh, about uh, people talking about women in the workplace and stuff, and 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 basically the uh, on the far left, the opinion is, yeah, men and women are uh, basically exactly the same, and mm. and they're just they're just identical, and uh, you know, moving slightly to the right of that opinion is like, well, you know, men and women are a little different, yeah. right? It's like you know, men don't wear uh, you, you know bananas in their pants to try to seem more like sexually attractive. <laughs> Uh, but but women will do stuff and wear low low cut shirts or makeup or whatever There's things a that, things that are kind generally meant to attract people right mm-hmm. and like uh, and whatnot so it's like it's not to say really anything about that other than to say that it's a little different than just working with a man there are, there are some dynamics you in should this, acknowledge in them. this particular circumstance women are less confrontational which is a good and bad trait depending on how you look at it Generally. It's, not, it's a very neutral trait to have it's not, I'm not saying anything negative so but that being <laughs> most get, traits have their if advantages you get and disadvantages. A, if you get shushed in a theater even beyond you know being punched in the mouth that's an obvious exaggeration but it's probably not going to go much further than a shush with a woman because they're just less confrontational I could generally. get louder and they're like well I'm not going to shush him again, <laughs> yeah. like you know that now that's that's too confrontational. Uh, <laughs> so the it kind of leads into that bigger discussion where it's where you think, well, people on the really far left don't want to admit that there's anything to be aware of, right? And it's like yes, of course you should just pe- treat people respectively. But if I bring up Jordan Peterson again, like he, <laughs> made, he made that comment of that people are just you know. Yeah. Just tearing one out of him because he goes, well, you know, like wearing makeup is something to attract people. Uh, you know, that's an interesting dynamic in the workplace, and uh, we haven't fully written the rules on like what those, how those dynamics work between men and women. Um, so then, headline: Jordan Peterson says women deserve to be raped because they wear yeah, makeup yeah. at work. What? <laughs> well, yeah, that, and that's, and I'm having people who are even usually more nuanced in their discussion using that talking point wow. too. Which, and, by the way, the interview that that came from was just was shown to be highly. Yeah, edited. that that vice they, that vice interview is brutal. They took man. things 
things that he said like 20 minutes later in the interview and edited it to the beginning because ah. it made him sound real it, bad. Like, like, like he was responding to a, to some, to a question with something that they he have him said. responding to questions with different answers. Like <laughs> yeah. they ask him a different question and take that response and then pair it up with this question a, from the beginning of the interview. And like, it's like Homer Simpson getting interviewed. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's like a literal version of that. I wish there was a clock behind him when it happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the most, the most egregious uh, form of this is uh, there was this, de- there was this monk debate that went on, which is already the most boring sounding thing I could ever imagine. Um, yeah, nobody cares about monks. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, but he was debating this chick, this feminist chick, who's actually relatively reasonable for most of it. But then she makes this point, well, what about when you said women deserve to be raped for this and whatever? And he goes, well, I didn't say that. And she goes, I saw it on Vice. You did. (laughs) You're literally talking to the guy on stage. Like, if he says that, you're talking to the guy. It's like, no, 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 no. I have a third party source that says that you said that. So I won't believe the first party source. Literally, it's standing in front of me. Look, videos (laughs) on the internet can't just be edited or yeah. like, to make <laughs> so, you look a certain and, way. And there's this awesome, uh, there's this great video where it, it somebody edited that and then they edited in the Vice interview where, where he goes, yeah, I didn't say that. And she goes, yes, you did. It's on Vice. Go look it up. Go on Google and, Vi- and Vice this interview. Google this Vice interview. And then the, it, the, the video edits to somebody Googling and they go, uh, Jordan Peterson Vice interview. And they click on the very first link. And then, and then the next thing is Jordan Peterson saying, I'm not saying saying that women deserve to be assaulted or something. I'm just saying that they're, it's, it's like, it's such a funny, and then the Curb Your Enthusiasm music, starts playing. So, um, yeah, it's a, so this is, this theater experience is a perfect example where it's, where it's like, yeah, there's, there's not a threat of violence and I do not feel even mildly yeah. intimidated by a shush. And I, and uh, normally I would feel at least a little tinge, especially if it's a dude. It's like, you can't just do whatever you want, man. No. It's, there's, it, he could punch, he could sock you in the mouth. Yeah. You never know. Mm-hmm. Tiny little Asian broad's probably not going to sock you in the mouth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Before getting too much into the movie, because I have a, a lot more to say about this movie than I ever imagined I would. About Oceans, uh, the Lady Oceans 11. That's right. Just in terms of my shame going into this movie, usually, so I was meeting Muller and some other person there, um, and uh, usually when I get there beforehand, I'll just go in, buy my ticket, and grab a seat. Right? I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't have to. Yeah, you always wait in the theater. Yeah, that way I can sit down and just chill on my phone rather than outside, but just going into this movie, I was like, man... I don't have a lot of pride or whatever, but this I do not want to be seen buying a ticket to this movie alone and walking in and having the person rip your ticket going into this movie alone. How, <laughs> how shameful would that have been? That is, is not going to have that happen. Uh, so why don't we get to uh, an yeah, ad read so. here or something? We haven't even gotten into the synopsis of, no. of the movie. And I do have but, uh, some predictions about the movie, oh, too. Oh, man. Okay, okay, so some predictions after this. The yeah, we'll do the predictions Messages brought by our sponsor. <laughs> All right, so you've seen the uh, Boss Baby movies. Uh, I hear it's doing fantastically yeah. well. And Netflix has it. got some Boss Baby uh Series and other movies. It's just ever since uh, they kicked Kevin Spacey out, I guess they're they're booming. <laughs> yeah, finally yeah, we liked, got rid of that dead he weight. Liked, he liked Boss Babies yeah. a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So get ready, the uh, long-awaited sequel to the. Uh, it, this is in the Boss Baby expanded. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I hear they've got a whole bunch of them planned up till 2039. Yeah, Boss so, Baby sequels. Uh, so we got the Boss Baby sequel to Boss Baby Revelations, Boss Baby Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, that's looking pretty good. What's yeah. what's after? 
apocalypse then? Will they? Will this? Does the studio told us? Um, I don't know, Mueller. Um, <laughs> well, I did I'm hear just bluffing. I know you what know. All the okay, because baby movies are. Uh, you're, you're talking about the, just the strictly the post-apocalyptic ones, right? No, no. I, fill me in. Tell oh my gosh, me more. Well, there's a new one coming out next summer. Um, called National Lampoon's American Pie, uh, Boss Baby's Gone Wild. Oh. Yeah. I, I, think that, I don't know. So we got a good crossover I there. A, yeah. I think that's a different. So Kevin kind of Spacey's film. coming back yeah. for that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got. Uh, do, you, do you got any more? Or do you want me? Because they gave us half the sequels each, so that no one person can know all the <laughs> sequel names. Uh, yeah. So I got for 2020 Boss Baby Revelations, 2021 Boss Baby Homecoming, 2022 Boss Baby Retribution. Uh, <laughs> 2023, we have Boss Baby, uh, the final chapter. Uh, but then 2024, we have Boss Baby's first bike. Uh, 2025 is the Boss Baby prequel movie, Boss Baby Origins. 2026, we have Boss Baby Awakening. Uh, 2027, we've got Boss Baby Brotherhood. And uh, 2028, I don't even know how to say the years at this point, uh, Boss Baby Chronicles. Now, they're skipping 2029 because for an even 2030, we got Dawn of the Boss Baby. (laughs) Oh, awesome. 2031, we've got Boss Baby Discovery. Uh, 2032, we've got Boss Baby Evolution. And 2033, we have Boss Baby Extreme. That's with an X, not an EX. Oh, awesome. With an X and then a dash Treem. Does it have threes in there, too, instead of E's? No, no, no. They're not cursed. They're not stupid. (laughs) I think they're... I mean, they're not making... They're not. They're not giving the fans what they want with a lot of these sounds Because I'm still waiting for Boss Baby versus Predator. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. They, they don't. They, they don't have that. that. <laughs> Listen. So the we boss, got. I don't even think the Boss Babies have gone to space yet. Yeah. Do we got? Well, we got twenty. Well, maybe that's this one. Is twenty thirty four Boss Baby the Last Frontier? Okay. Uh, oh, good. And then uh, followed up by twenty thirty five uh, Boss Baby Forever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> boss Baby uh, Reloaded. Yeah. Coming out the and next then, year. And then bo- 2037 after Reloaded is Boss Baby uh, Genesis. Uh, and then uh, 2038, we have Boss Baby Generations. Um, so then there's, we got a trilogy, uh, you know, with the power uh, themes in Boss Baby. Uh, you know, 2030, did I say 39? Or yeah, you said 20, 20, 2040, we've got Boss Baby Legacy. And then 2041, Boss Baby Resurrection. Um, and then 2042, we have Wrath of Boss Baby. And then they're capping off the Boss Baby saga with uh, in 2043. Boss Baby's in the big city? No, no, none of that. 2043, the final Boss Baby movie, Boss Baby Rebirth. <laughs> Man, they, they're going for every cliche in that. Well, they gotta, and then they got to just come back with a reboot like 10 years later that's just called Boss Baby. So then it's really confusing <laughs> as to which is which. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's uh, Boss Baby. Uh, there we go. So future uh, time. <laughs> no, Boss no, Baby uh, Revelations coming to a theater near you. Uh, th- coming to a children's theater. Direct to Netflix near you. <laughs> okay, so uh, thanks for that uh, that ad revenue. Yay. Thank you, Boss Baby. Oh, uh, Boss Baby time. 
All right. All right. So what, what are your predictions for the stupid ocean, uh, the sequels? The Lady to, Ocean's Eleven. So yeah, movie. we should say Brayden did not see this movie no. with us because he's a lot smarter than us. I was very thankful I'd made plans already <laughs> in your face. It was to, to rewatch some movies you had already seen yeah. several times. Yeah, <laughs> and they were both much better. So uh, eight, Ocean's Eight predictions I have. You guys can ocean, tell me. The Lady Ocean's Eleven, not sorry, Ocean's Eight. Sorry, sorry yeah. guys. Where'd you get that title? Yeah, I don't know where I got that. So the uh, here, here are some things I, I predict might happen. You, you don't have to tell me as I go, unless you want. But uh, So my first thing I'm assuming is, so it's a heist movie, right? Of course. So yeah. the person... They're stealing a, neck, a diamond necklace. Yeah, that's, so, that's the whole plot, actually. So, <laughs> of course, a woman stealing jewelry. Immediately, yeah. right? <laughs> that's immediately one of the okay. things I okay. thought. Of course, the Lady Ocean's Eleven movie, they're going to be glomming over some piece of jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, they're also stealing uh, man's pay. Uh, <laughs> so, <in it> and <laughs> so they, um, the person they're stealing from, slash antagonist, they assume, is... Wrong. Immediately. Is <laughs> just already the, wrong. The word antagonist. Here. Okay. Like, sorry. Continue. Okay. So the person they're stealing from is male, or at least identifies as male, and nope. is, is also white. Yes. Okay. They got the they got the the white. Okay. Well, that, so in this movie, the women are stealing from more of a corporate entity, like a uh, museum. Okay. That's so what, you, okay. you, have, so you have to remember with a woman writer, you know, there's always some vague cloud of government authority that's oppressing you. Know, you know, there's no very like specifics in there. Well, right? already so they're stealing from a vague, a, a vague. Already, we, I can start to chime into the, the actual review comments I have on this, which is very few. Uh, is that there's no antagonist for them to to deal with, which makes the, is the man the antagonist? Like no, no, not really. Like, because if they're stealing from a corporation, is the it supposed to be like a the antagonist? There is there's no antagonist. There, so it, it makes for a really dull movie. <laughs> it's no, really dull. There's no duality. There's no there's no challenge. So they're just like, hey, let's go steal this necklace, and they go steal it, and then they plan it, and then they steal it, and they plan it, and they steal it. But they, they quote steal. plan it. What's by their the motivation way? to do it? Uh, they want money. Well, money, which is fine, which is a fine thing, but immediately you have a problem because there's no. So the I say the original Ocean's Eleven. I know what I'm you just, mean. I'm talking about this the, movie, the, the, Clooney, yeah. the, Clooney the George one. Clooney one, which yeah. by the way, this isn't a reboot. This exists in the same universe uh, as as. I assume because Julia Roberts is in her, isn't she? No, or Sandra or? Bullock's no. in. Oh, is it Sandy Bullock? And Sandra Bullock was she in the Sandra other Bullock? No, she's not. Is no. Uh, is Danny Ocean? So that's uh, George Clooney's character in the original Ocean's Eleven. She's, she is she Danielle she, Ocean. Yeah, no. I don't even remember her name. <laughs> She's his sister. She's his sister. So he's dead, and he's what? and he's in a tomb. I, I know, I would right? Care, Already I would, unrealistic. I would a care man more. Would die before a woman. I would be bothered more about that if I really cared about the Ocean's franchise. I think I've seen the first one, the one with George Clooney. I know there was an original in like the fifties or something, but so at least in that one, the one with George Clooney, the one that I saw, I never saw any of the sequels. But he, they were robbing a casino, but then it turned out that the casino belonged to a guy who was banging his ex-wife that he wanted to get with. So there was, yeah. and they showed him to be a skeezy, horrible guy, the 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 casino owner the whole time. So you mm -hmm. had an antagonist. You had someone to root against. And then now this wasn't just a heist about making money. This was, there was also it was more personal. skin in the game. It was more yeah. personal, more yeah. something for you to get attached to and give your protagonist more of a personality. This movie doesn't have that at all. It's just a necklace Ugh. that belongs to basically no one. Uh, and the people it does belong to, they're just a jewelry company. They're not, they don't show to be bad or skeezy or anything. So immediately, already <laughs> off to the wrong start. So, they didn't okay. seem very bad at all. They okay. seemed pretty competent and reputable. Uh, well, I guess their security wasn't, but... Uh, mm. Anyway, so you're already okay. 
You're, you're, you're pretty much batting zero here. <laughs> yeah, okay. you're not batting well by assuming that this movie had an antagonist. Like every, <laughs> yeah, like what every, an idiot. Like every movie oh, ever. Literally, <laughs> so, literally yeah. the only story element you need in an, basically any yeah. story, guessing that is like, ah, uh, yeah. are there characters? Nope. <laughs> no characters Wrong. in this movie. Sorry there's, for assuming it's a movie. There's no characters. Yeah. There's no plot. Uh, there's no antagonist, <laughs> and uh, there's no environment either. They're just floating in a black space, and there's no one there. So it's just a black screen. So more, more predictions from Burton. Let's, All right. Let's, let's, I can probably just do the review. So, so some of the, Yeah, you probably could. And some of these are fun because it involved me trying to know as little about this movie. Uh-huh. So I could have just looked some of this stuff up. So point number, guess number two, at least four of the eight. I'm assuming there's eight people. At least Eventually. F- okay. At least four <laughs> of them are visible minorities. Uh, so half oh, of them? Well, okay, you got one, one Asian, two. there's Rihanna, who's... Who plays a Jamaican. She's a... <laughs> well, yeah, she's... Is she Jamaican? I don't uh, know. Well, she's Jamaican in the movie. She's dark she, she was Jamaican She's, she's black in, in real life. Yeah. I know that. Okay. Uh, you said at least four of them? Yeah. Is it Mindy, is oh, Mindy yeah, Kaling yeah, in it? Mindy yeah, the, 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 and that, there's an Asian, right? Yeah, yeah there's an Asian. There you three. Okay, so you said well, that already. Close. Uh, there's probably another one. You can't remember Is there a redhead? Does that count? Is no. <laughs> a red, the red? I'm just saying, I'm stretching it. Uh, well, no, I think the rest were just like a bunch of just white chicks. Okay, okay. But they so, were, but they were. Well, old. Sandra Bullock is exotic looking. But they were older, which is not common in these movies. Okay. I guess that's not really a minority, though. No. <laughs> you can't. Sorry, you can't okay. call women ah. a minority when it's 50 percent of the population. Okay, I'm, o- I'm over two then. If we count Sandra Bullock, that one's pretty. That minority. one's pretty good, though. That one's, okay. that one's pretty. Accurate. Yeah, that's so a good one. At least one of them. Uh, probably. Oh, sorry, uh, what's Tim Burton's wife? What's her name? Uh, Helena. Helena Bonham Carter. Helen Hunt. Yeah, she's a minority. She's fucking weird. Okay. Yeah, she's weird. Yeah. You got she's you got an Indian. You got a Jamaican. Oh, that chick. She's married to Tim Burton. Indian, she was. Jamaican. That's, I think oh. they're divorced. We got she's an in a bunch Indian. Of movies, we yeah. got a weirdo. That's four. Yeah. There we go. Um, I'm, I'll give that one to you. Okay. Remember, weirdos count as minorities these days. That is true. <laughs> At least one of them. And probably, so this was assuming that four of them were visible minorities, uh-huh. that at least one of the white girls was a lesbian, and maybe another one of them is bi and they flirt. There were very no. flirtatious well, lesbian vibes going on I don't Sandra know. Bullock. I don't think, there was no direct uh, mention of that. I don't think that. I think it was just that, ev- like, dude, there's like two guys in this entire movie. Okay. There, My next prediction is about one of the guys, maybe, in this okay, movie. Okay, what's the... Okay, so, you know, in the Bond movies, there's Q, the old lady who does... Gives them all the gadgets and uh-huh. kind of gives them info. So there's going to be a male version you say of in Q the, in the old movies. That's a James in the Bond, Bond movies. Oh, okay, yeah. In, the old, in all in all the all the Bond movies. Yeah, I said yeah. that fast. So in this movie, there'd be a male version of Q, but he'd be like flamboyantly gay. No, there's no gay dudes no. in this. No, movie. they have that, that guy. They don't have the original Ryan's oceans. They don't have a gay like them. Intel guy who's giving them helping them out. No, because I was a woman. She was Jamaican. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude. Uh, Rihanna's sister, the magnet well, yeah, expert, okay. was also so, a minority. I guess, yeah, I, yes. I have, I have that too. So before, when we were talking about there being no antagonist in the movie, the biggest antagonist in the movie is a magnet. <laughs> but I say this, <laughs> I think I can explain it quickly. The neck, they're trying to steal this necklace, just like this, like five pounds of diamonds or whatever the fuck it was. It was a cool necklace. Yeah. I thought it was gorgeous. <laughs> I guess. Um, and, uh, but All right, one, they had this whole plan plotted out. I'm not going to go into it, but part of their plan was just having someone who's good at pickpocketing lift the, the necklace off of her. Uh, uh, and 
But it turned out that this necklace, that which belonged to this jewelry company, the, the, the security thing they had is that once it's on the person, it can there's a magnetic like lock on the back of it, so it can only be removed with this magnet. Okay. So finally, in this movie that has no this is an hour into the movie, probably more than that. probably more than an hour into the movie. So there's like no antagonist. There's no they, all of their plans are just going off without a hitch. Everything's perfect, and and they basically have no tension or adversity or challenge to overcome in the slightest. Finally, they throw in something, which was just a magnet. Like, a magnet's our biggest antagonist in the movie. And they're all like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do about this magnet? But then Rihanna, who's, like, she's, like, the tech person in this movie. She's, she's, the, she's the hacker. Hacker, uh, van, sitting in a van. She's hacking. like, oh, let me, hold on a second. And she calls her sister. And then I, this was, I mean, <laughs> Muller leans over to me in the theater and he's like, as, oh. as soon as they present this magnet problem, this yeah. is like 10 seconds after, after yeah, they Muller present it. Yeah, leans over to me and says, my sister ha happens to be a, a magnet expert. And we had a good chuckle because that's so stupid. Yeah. And that turned out to be exactly <laughs> the case in the movie. <laughs> she, so, so they... they uh, so they, they find out about this magnet thing, and then like uh, so then she goes back to their warehouse where they're planning or whatever right away, and they're all they're all like, oh, what are we gonna do about this magnet? And then she calls her sister, and the sister's like, yeah, I know how to deal with that. And they're like, they, they they wipe their brow, and then they move on to the next. Thirty scene. seconds of tension in this movie. The magnet problem comes up, and you think, oh, this they're gonna have to come up with some clever workaround. Oh no, my sister happens to be a magnet expert. <laughs> problem solved. It's done. It's all like it, that goes no further. Oh, wow. and that that was the only bit of like hiccup in their plan that added some kind of like, oh shit, we gotta think on our feet. Well, my sister. So there are there are basically three acts to the movie. So uh, Sandra Bullock gets out of prison and she's like, I'm not gonna steal anything. And then as soon as she gets out, uh, she's saying that to, to the to the parole board. I'm a changed woman. I'm not gonna steal anything. And then she gets out and she goes, I'm gonna steal those diamonds <laughs> first thing. And then uh, so they so the first act is them planning this heist, and the second act is them doing this heist at some gala event. So they've been planning to heist <laughs> this necklace at the at a gala event. Um, uh, I sh we should say then, just not. Oh, sorry, on this note, not to interrupt. Uh, they really femmed up this franchise. <laughs> just like if you can't tell from speaking it, like they're they're stealing a necklace from some like glam gala. glamorous gala, and there's all these other jewelry on display. Yeah, it's not like a cool casino or something cool. And there's all like these glamour shots in the movie of like the dresses they're wearing. This is very much a female movie, more so than the female Ghostbusters. It's, it, it is exactly, yeah, because the female Ghostbusters was, we're going to be females pretending to be men. Yes. Right? This and, is, and this yeah. movie was if, if, if Vogue just did an Oceans movie. Dude, it, it felt like... Which honestly is a little more honest than the Ghostbusters I actually movie. agree. Like, sure. I actually That's why can this, praise them a little they're bit They're actually pandering that. to, like, there's, because women like that crap. Yes, sure. Yeah, that actually makes sense a bit. Yeah, it makes yeah. more sense. But yeah, yeah. It, it felt like if you've if you've ever been in someone else's house or in a convenience store and you you see like well, yeah one of those Vogue <laughs> magazines or if you flip through it and it's just like a bunch of dresses and you're like what the fuck? It's all ads. Dude. The That's whole what like the entire ads. movie felt like because there's all these like yeah. these long shots holding on a dress or a necklace or like this beautiful gala yeah. that they're going to. They really femmed up this movie, and I think you're right. It's more honest. That's why I wasn't like I wasn't very offended by this movie. Movie watching like Ghostbusters was offensive for a lot yeah. of reasons, um, but this felt like all right. Well, yeah, they they made they took the Ocean's franchise and they they made it specifically geared just generally to women. Yeah, it was at least it was honest. It, it was, was as honest. interesting yeah. as reading a Vogue magazine. Yes, I remember my movie. mom bringing home like some of like the special edition Vogues. Like they were like encyclopedias, like six hundred pages, <laughs> and there would there wasn't any text. It was just pictures. 
just ads, 600 pages. Of ad. I remember as a kid thinking like, what? This is a magazine I don't for get women, this. surely, yeah. this picture book. Then I went and grabbed my Nintendo Power. <laughs> okay, so a couple more here. Oh, uh, wait. No, the, so the third act, after they steal the magazine, is them trying to get away with it as somebody's oh, investigation. Steal the magazine? Oh, sorry. sorry I, I was thinking of something <laughs> more interesting. Trying to steal a glamour magazine? <laughs> um, it's just them getting, yeah. getting away with it. Um, and I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll very quickly get out the good points of the movie, which is that... I don't think there were any huge plot holes in the movie. They they planned a heist, they pulled off the well, heist, well, so and uh, they seem to have pulled it off kind of this well. Is, this is if kind I'm to, if well. I'm to review this movie seriously, the main problem it has it links to what you're saying to what, what I said before. There's no challenge for them to come over at all. They're, they they plan this heist. Everything goes according to plan. There are no hiccups, minus the 30 seconds with the magnet. Good thing uh, we had a magnet expert. And then it, yeah. it, it goes off well, and then the movie ends. It was like watching nothing because there was just no, there was just no excitement. There was no sense of excitement or, or adventure to what they were doing. It had at all. There, there was definitely less a, uh, drama than if it had been a documentary. <laughs> because real life yeah. would have had far more drama than this fiction that's supposed to yeah. create more drama than real life. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's get to your final okay, predictions cu- here. Okay, a couple more here. Uh, there's at least one uh, comment about the gender wage gap. Maybe one subtle jab at Trump or about Trump. Is there anything political mm, like that? No. No? It, it was less egregious than Okay. That. Like, it was okay. definitely this... It was them trying to make an Oceans movie, but with, like, a, a female theme over top okay. of it. Okay. Which okay. I want to get back to a little bit. Which later. I can't fault them, but if the argument is meant to say, listen, women are just as interesting, uh, <laughs> they did a real bad job <laughs> in this particular movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, all We got eight women hanging out together. I'm assuming all of them end up on the same menstrual cycle. That, that happens. Yes. yes. That does happen. That I don't apply it, but it's very obvious. It's obvious. <laughs> okay. And my last. That's the only way they could have pulled off such a heist. <laughs> And they just clog up all the toilets and then they have to close the museum down and then they sneak in. And, <laughs> uh, and I'm going to assume there was, like uh, Lady Ghostbusters, there was just a lot of unnecessary jokes that just fall flat. Was it Was it like a lot? Was it, it jokey it or no? It was not as, no, it really wasn't I as really egregious. just had a Lady Ghostbusters vibe, was, I guess, going into was, this. It, yeah, which is, which is proper to assume, and I think they were, they knew to avoid that because Ghostbusters... They like, learned from the Lady, yeah. from the lady they Ghostbusters. Learned, they learned at least a little bit Listen, from the Lady Ghostbusters. we can't be a man as well as a man. We're going to have to try <laughs> yeah. to be ourselves. So it was they, a little, yeah. There wasn't, so the thing is, it acceptance. wasn't as jokey. They tried to do, uh, you know how... Uh, in the the Ocean's Eleven with George Clooney, like he's pretty witty guy, like yeah. witty charming. They tried to do that a little. So there's less jokes, but there's a lot of like this is oh the Sandra Bullock's being witty and and, yeah. and quick okay. quick whipped banter, and it it comes it doesn't come across the same as. But something. she doesn't hit it as hard, so it's not it's not like oh that terrible thing. Yeah, that's oh, okay. It's, not, the, it's just the, like the, it's just kind of lame. The Lady Ghostbusters was like them making jokes about queefing and how dumb men were for <laughs> for an hour and a half. <laughs> This wasn't that. <laughs> okay. Uh, like I said, everything about uh, this wasn't near as offensive as the Lady Ghost. Okay. Let's continue on our hour and a half about joking how dumb women are. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I got lots. Okay, so that's all I got, guys. No, that's all. That's all your predictions. I feel, you don't even have anything off the top of your head. I feel like I, I know everything I need to know about this movie now. You know more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one of the things I found. Uh, difficult to to get into in this movie was just the idea 
and like I, I think this is what a lot of like these feminist types don't quite understand. It's like, well, why, why, you know, the men can have their Ocean's Eleven. Why can't we have a Lady Ocean's Eleven? But so the thing, one of the things I don't think they quite understand. You're talking a little bit earlier about you know, there's there's at least some kind of difference, generally speaking, between women and men. Uh, I don't think hot broads need to commit crimes. Like, like they do in this in this movie. No. And I have, they can just get people, men, to do things for them. Sort of. So I started, like, I was jotting down notes while, for, while watching this movie just so I didn't forget certain things. <laughs> Literally, the only thing I jotted down was hot broads don't need to commit crimes. No. But then when I got home, I started, I started reading up on certain, on certain things. Uh, and that, do you want to take a guess? We're going to do a couple of guessing games here. Yes. Do you want to take a guess at how much of the homeless population is male to female? What's the ratio? Just ignore all the gender pronouns and assume that's just male okay. and female. This is going to be the most boring answer ever, but roughly 50-50? Oh, goodness, no. You're way the fuck off. For the homeless population. Is it, okay, is it more men? It's substantially more. Really? Okay. Uh, well, walking down Hastings, I've man. I've given you a big uh, hint, Paul. There's a lot of women 90%. on Hastings. 90%. You're close, but according to Price's Right rules, you went over. So, Braden, you're the closest. Yes. Uh, Eat a dick, Muller. I've never seen the Price's Right. <laughs> it's it's a little it's a little hard to calculate because it's hard to keep track of homeless people who are essentially off the grid. But it's estimated to be roughly around like 85 percent. Really? 85 percent male. It makes to, sense, to I guess. Female. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't have the percentages here because this again this is hard hard to quantify into a percentage. But uh, men are twice as likely to die alone than women. So, like, because well, we true or, are you saying true or false? Uh, or are you th- telling th- this me? isn't a guessing game. because uh, our there's bodies no, are so there's much. No, there's no number. I'm just telling you that that women, are, sorry, that men are twice as likely to die alone. And I want to make it clear because I'm going to be throwing out a bunch of stats on this episode. I'm not one of these weird men's rights activists where it's, or I'm trying yeah. to say, see, men, see, see, men have it so much worse than women. I don't think men that. get raped too. I don't think that. <laughs> I just think there's a difference yeah. in 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 our lives generally speaking so I'm not yeah. trying to say oh men have it so much harder but this is a case new headline when, Candy Andy says no, I'm not when even, men have it way harder than women and women should go fuck themselves <laughs> that's the new I'm headline I'm not even saying that women don't commit crimes but this is a movie new number. headline Ooh. Candy Andy <laughs> says women don't commit women don't commit crimes what an offensive thing to say <laughs> women are all a bunch of stand up citizens what an asshole um, the thing is all the the women in this movie are all moderate to attractive broads. I mean, like I, thought they, I thought I thought they were all could have you know used another hundred pounds, but you know, <laughs> at yeah, least I guess, I guess from well, a dude, side note here, like I think we talked about this a bit before, they were all wearing like a hundred pounds of makeup in this movie. More <laughs> than I know that's typical because they really glam up chicks for for all movies ever. But but y- dude, they were like, there's all these like close up shots, and they are clearly wearing like an inch of make- makeup. Yeah, usually, they're more noticeable than any it's other. Because they're I've old. Seen. Usually, movie and TV makeup they. They, they, they cake it on, but then they get on the camera and all the lights, and then you don't really notice because they're caking it on so that, and, the, and it compensates for the lighting. Dude, it's, it's like, like you could, they, didn't, they weren't compensating for lighting. They were just caking it on on top of that. So everyone, can't Sandra Bullock's sitting there in prison, and she clearly has a, a ton, a it full looked, makeup job on. It looked, like, it looked like you could do another chick's face with makeup just using makeup off of Sandra Bullock's face. And <laughs> just left, yeah, yeah, scraping just it off. Scraping yeah, it those off. were some pretty dark <laughs> eyebrows for someone who already has black hair um so anyway back to back to, back to my point about hot broads not meeting to commit crime like women who who are that like healthy that none of them the the women have like a crippling drug addiction none of them are particularly poor uh 
they're not going to need to rely, like a bunch of attractive women aren't going to, or attractive or at least moderately attractive, are, aren't going to need yeah, well, to don't rely. don't speak for the minorities here. Aren't going to need to rely on a life of crime. Like, like statistically speaking, that's going to be very low women yeah. that look like that and are also like doing big heists. They generally, like, they're not likely to die alone uh, and they're not likely to become homeless. So generally they have pe- at least people in their life to mm-hmm. care for them and stuff. It's just like that's the why it feels. I'm not going to say it's unbelievable. It's a movie; they can do anything. Yeah. But it does feel like yeah, there's something. It's not. It feels off compared to a bunch of men doing the same. Yeah. Thing. So the motivations of uh, the characters, I think, is what we're getting at, which yeah. is that why are half of the, these women even doing this? We got this one woman. Uh, she works at a jewelry store, and uh, she's good at examining jewelry yeah. in her family business, and has a thriving business. Why, why does she all of a sudden want to put herself at risk exactly. of, of being a cr- being some criminal so, or something? So, like working with jewelry makes her an expert at stealing jewelry. Well, well she's she had to dismantle the necklace so they could get it out. There's a whole without, thing. Without, they wanted yeah, someone who's pretty... like a jewelry expert. They, they explained it fine enough. Logically, in the in the movie, it made sense. Well, I don't want to get into it because then I got to explain the whole heist, which is an to, Ocean's movie, so yeah. it's fairly complicated. I, I mean, it's pretty simple. They stole the necklace and then in, to get it out through the security out of the building, they broke it up into little pieces. Like, like they they just cut the little links and holding all the diamonds together. Necklace. Yeah, so they said that you just have two or three little pebbles in your hand instead of this giant mm. necklace that's really easy to really easy to see and hard to Logically, conceal. Logically, in a heist movie, that made sense. I, I, there's nothing about the plot really. I can and it's say a good that thing that they had. It's a good thing they had Mindy Calling there, who was uh, dismantling that because I think if they didn't have her expertise, uh, the other woman would have just smashed it up with a hammer into <laughs> little pieces to get it out uh, and then sold it there. So that's what I thought they were going to do, but. Okay, so like they had to have a realistic ex- field of expertise for all these women, and they picked one of them. Oh, your expertise is jewelry. Well, you know, as much it, as can be. It just made it like I'm sure it's not. I'm sure just being a dick. I'm sure this movie is not at all yeah. realistic as to how actual like, no, I know. theft goes on. But as as a fun like heist, how did they do it? Sort of movie. It makes yeah. it made sense in the logic okay. of the movie. There's nothing. I can't fault them for any of that. Um, but yeah, it's just it's like like Mueller's saying, like the motivations of them, and and like I said, it does feel there's a different feel as to why this doesn't work as well as a bunch of men mm. uh, doing it than women. And like I said, for probably the remainder of this episode, I'm gonna come off real bad about some <laughs> of the things I have to say because I know people are offended by sh- saying shit like there's a difference between men men's interests and and women's goals and shit. Like there, there's a difference. But uh, hey, women, do you want to know? why they don't make movies like this aimed towards females more often. Uh, it's because, like I said, the criminal heist world probably doesn't appeal to women, and I can prove this more with statistics. I, was, I started reading up on this. Like, I just started thinking about why this is weird. Uh, play another guessing game here. Yes. Um, All right, Muller. want you guys to take a guess on the percentage of prison inmates that are male versus female. I already know this, so I'm going so to leave it to So let's go, Braden. Let, let, let Braden. Does Jordan Peterson talk about this? I think I know this statistic. <laughs> Jordan Peterson well, talked actually, about it recently, right? So I looked, yeah. the, I looked this up on a website that's full of like, uh, st- like prison inmate statistics, and the whole website's actually very fascinating. I highly recommend okay. people read into it. But one, you can break it down. How many? That's uh, menarebetterthanwomen.com. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> but you can, they, like, it was just like literally a, a pr- like, like I think part of the FBI website or whatever, and they break down like 
by the month. So this was this was as new as May 2018 statistics. So is this Canada or United this is States? In the United, this is in the United oh, okay. States. Nobody cares about Canada. So percentages. Um, what's yeah, we the, don't have any problems What's the percentage here? of inmates that are male versus female? Just pretend there's no other funky gender stuff going on. You can break it down just into these two roles. It's probably 90% men. You're very, very and close. By prices right rules, you are okay. Yeah, you're very good. Ninety-three percent male, seven wow. percent female. So the prison population is predominant like it's so staggeringly male. Yeah. It's I, because male males are such bad people. Yeah. So they I mean, end kinda, up in prison. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> well, they're more That's, aggressive. Uh, yeah. So it just kinda makes sense that they that that, you know that about 90% or more of movies glorifying crime would be geared toward men because it's probably following just our aggressive tendencies that, that have, have us do these sorts of things. I mean, I think they got the angle right. Again, with it, like, with it being jewelry and Vogue style, it, it, it kind of makes sense. Well, I have just, to, I have, I'll give them a little bit of credit in this. They do actually acknowledge basically this very uh, stat. When they're, when, so early on, Sandra Bullock and uh, Kate... Blanchett, other oh, other no. main broad, her partner. If her last name is Blanchett, that's hilarious because she is bland <laughs> as <laughs> she's an insanely her, bland. Her partner, woman. her original partner in the heist, they're looking to gather up a crew or whatever, and I think they were looking at hackers, and then so they're like they had this list of hackers, and it was all male, and then and Sandra Bullock says, no, 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 I don't want to, I don't want a male, I don't want a male, and I thought they were going for some like Ghostbusters style, like oh, this is going to be a dig at men or whatever, like like some stupid queef joke, like towards right. men or something. Uh, but she says, why? Why We can't have a man involved in this? And Sandra Bullock says, uh, no, you see, men get noticed. Women, women don't when it comes to crimes. Like, yeah, so they're acknowledging that, okay, that, yeah. that a lot of the prison population is men. I actually forgot that. I thought that because she was on parole and she's not allowed to associate with known felons. So I thought uh, that, that she was going to say, oh, all these, all these men are going to have been to prison, so I can't literally can't be near them. So yeah. in the logic of the movie, this isn't really a criticism toward the movie. This is a criticism toward people who are, are like, oh, I can't, why isn't there more movies like this? I just don't think there's a, a, that large of a demographic versus the demographic of males that would be interested in because we have a, a more proclivity toward crime than women do by a large, large, mm -hmm. large margin. And again, that's not me... Uh, that's not a negative thing I'm saying no. about women. I'm saying they're, they're less likely to commit crimes and do bad, like, unethical things. That's a positive trait generally to it have. Is. So I can see why they wouldn't be as interested in these movies. Like... Um, having a bunch of dudes like having trying to make a, a what a, a drama romantic comedy for men like that would, yeah like that would that like that would be the equivalent of this and it would suck yeah because men no would, dude would men show up to that wouldn't care to see it because no. it's not interested in that sort of thing yeah because it's not interesting yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> um, so why don't we uh, get through we got I got some uh, some more readers. Uh, listeners writing in with their some dating advice that they need. So, oh my God. a fan favorite segment. Yeah. So the first one I have uh, is uh, is is a dating profile that uh, you know um, this person uh, <laughs> Kyla needs help. Uh, you know, gussying up a little bit. She's having trouble attracting a man. Uh, oh, you know. she's coming to the right place. But uh, you know, she's got a good username so far, so that's I think that's already good. So uh, mm -hmm. you know, um, okay. So what, this one's uh, this one's a little bit longer. So, uh, but uh, well, what's her you know, username? Let's, let's uh, Kyla. 
Oh, that's it? Just, yeah, just a real oh. simple... You okay. seemed more excited about that than, than Kyla delivered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, you guys ready? Okay, yeah. so let's, uh, let's get through. Set up so, straight. I, um, I don't know, do you guys want me to go through the whole thing and then to do it after? Do you want to do it, like, if you have a if you have a thought? Yeah, we'll just cut you off if something yeah. okay, okay. comes up. First off, I'm not interested in any bullshit opinions. If you're not sincerely interested or relevant at all... I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I like the idea of someone that is interested. It's like, I, I like the bullshitters. I just want someone to be constantly yeah. lying to me, and I never know if they're being serious or not yeah. all the time, and I can't take our relationship seriously. You know, it is funny, because you did this on the last one, Andy, where you, you basically just said the opposite to show how stupid what they're saying is. And you're right. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hang around people who are, who love drama well, or who do all this. Because I just like, think, what are you saying about yourself? Yeah, I don't, nobody does that. I don't like dislikable people. It's like... Yeah, that's why you're, they're called dislikable people. Like, if you're regarding them as dislikable, I already know that you don't like uh, them. You're just, you're just saying the same thing twice. So uh, Does Kyla have a dark sense of humor? I don't know. So this is the first thing that you can learn, Kyla, is uh, if you're going to say something, say the opposite. And if that sounds totally retarded, then what you're saying probably doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. um, second, I am not looking to fuck around or hook up at all. The only games I play are video games. Uh, <laughs> she just, did she just work her stand-up routine? That's a pretty good line. You know, that, yeah, I, I don't bad. know. I, I, Kyla, I'd say double down on that one. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, I'm an independent girl, and I'm looking for something real and meaningful. Obviously... I don't want to just jump into anything. I'm not stupid or crazy, lol. Wait, 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 wait. So, she, so she said she's not into like hookups and playing games or whatever, but now she's also saying she's independent. Like, why are you on a dating profile if you're looking to be independent and you and you don't and you don't just want hookups? Like, she's, yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, because you're on a dating profile. That's assuming you're looking to date to find someone to be dependent with. I think independent meaning like because a lot of people who are independent, they tend to they don't need to be around their significant sure. other a lot. Maybe okay. they spend they they need alone time. They, they'll. All right, well, that, I don't know. That could use some clarity. Yeah, there, try using Kyla. something that means anything, because uh, that doesn't mean <laughs> anything so far. Sure. Uh, yeah. I'm not stupid or crazy, lol. And then in brackets, shut I'm up. Definitely Who, stupid and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> shut yeah. up. Who isn't these days? Um, the punctuation's not great, by the way. Uh, especially right after I'm not stupid or crazy. <laughs> well, she yeah. uses lol in her profile. <laughs> But I'm tiered of games. <laughs> awesome. I need someone so she, <laughs> who understands what commitment mean, means. I need some stability. Wait, so... <laughs> that, that sounds like you're... It sounds like you're getting close to contradicting the yeah. thing again. Um, I'm really independent, uh, but again. I need somebody who is nearby all the time and uh, yeah. stable. Okay. Um, if you're still hung up or hang out with your exes, don't message me. Okay, well, that's okay. just quality advice. You shouldn't be trying to date other people. <laughs> you have all these uh, yeah, issues. Uh, uh, make sure you eat healthy, uh, exercise three times a week, uh, <laughs> drink a protein shake after, uh, go to bed on time, and wake up early. I'm Brush your for, teeth. I'm looking for somebody uh, who doesn't have cancer or AIDS. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I need someone to lean on when I feel the world weight on my shoulders. And then uh, in brackets, all caps, not codependency, I can take care of myself, th t TNX, what? thanks. 
I is guess she that's just bragging t- at this point? Like, hey, I got a job and I can look after myself. Or- I think there's a lot of contradictions <laughs> happening here. It's, I'm independent, but I need someone to take yeah, care of me she- when I'm feeling weak. It sounds like But she- I don't need your help. Uh, <laughs> I can take care of myself. It's like... Well, everyone can take care of themselves when they're not feeling weak. I think this lady's having an, ex- ex- an existential crisis right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, just doesn't know what she is. Uh, I need someone who wants to be here for me and wants me to be here for them, too. Okay, you're just mm. describing a relationship. Yeah. Someone, who is, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> someone who's going... Uh, who's? W-H-O-S-E. Someone who's going to encourage me to be healthy and not break me down. Uh... I have my own apartment. I have... Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah, that's a check. Leave that one in there. Uh, well, that's great because most of the homeless, the homeless population is men, so we need an apartment. No, I think maybe she means that she's like not living with her parents. No, no, I'm saying that's great. I'm, uh, <laughs> okay. I'm like, okay, cool. Good, yes. All right these homeless there. guys yeah. who are... Uh, <laughs> I have a dog and two kitties. I'm a big girl. Oh, that's a good Yeah, here you go, Muller. You better bookmark that. I do go to the gym at least once a week. I go more often but work. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) And bracket. Uh, I have a doctor's, and this is D-R apostrophe S. I have a doctor's note for Bud, and I'm not a huge party person, but I can be fun, too. This is a walking contradiction. This is one big paragraph, by the way. There's nothing breaking up (laughs) this whole thing. Uh, Any, yeah, anyone who describes himself as a lot of fun is definitely not fun. Well, no, it's she didn't say she's a lot of fun. She says I can be fun. So not even (laughs) not even a glowing review from (laughs) herself. um, If you're taking a shot on me, don't expect me to be easy. Okay, that's yeah. Generally, like if you're trying, if you're acting (laughs) like a douche towards someone. Uh, maybe What's, she's talking do, about No, playing. I think she's saying if you're going to pursue me, not like taking a shot. Uh, if you, like, okay, not, you're okay. going to insult you play me, uh, street hockey with me. <laughs> you're <gonna play. laughs> I'm really good at street hockey. Yeah, no you're it's, good. it's not going to be an easy time. <laughs> uh, so not, she's way into street hockey. You got yeah. it. She's big, so she'd be a good goalie. Yeah, right? really good goalie. Yeah, taking I mean, shots would, on me. Maybe she's, yes, she sounds like she's not a liar. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to be easy. Do you think that the, that, that one, like an NHL hockey team could just do... They should they should get one of those you know those people that are like like six hundred pounds or whatever you see them <laughs> yeah just get one of them as their goalie that they're so big they just cover the net like they don't even have to do anything <sighs> automatic win <laughs> I, I, right? I think it would work they wouldn't have to skate so there you go NHL there's your day that sounds like a good cool <laughs> that sounds like a cool a good cool runnings type movie yeah. plot just a bunch of sumo yeah. wrestlers <laughs> playing <laughs> just hockey just a bunch of fat souls <laughs> the Japanese hockey team sumo wrestlers <laughs> <laughs> aren't big enough because they're, no, like, they're, they're not big, big enough, but they're not they, they're not big enough to cover the whole net. I'm talking about like let's just wheel this like like seven. Let's just slide him on the ice, on, no with skates, a, with a forklift, park him <laughs> yeah. in front of the goal so it's like suctioned to his back, and they just can't get like they literally there's no space at all for the puck to get through. Uh, and there can't be they can't have made any rule against that. I, I'd have to look. I'm Dude, sure there's that something. That would be fat phobic, man. <laughs> we, yeah, we gotta get identity politics into sports. 
That is well, my plan to ruin sports. Well, no, because there's male and female teams. There's no confusion about. Yeah, I mean, I know I, there's MMA and I know little about. Fighters. I know little about sports, and the little I know is just about, like I have a mild interest in UFC, and there's definitely some weird gender shit going on there. I don't need uh, to ruin UFC. Into. UFC's fine. I'm talking about these, you know, baseball. Yeah, yeah you're looking at me. What sports <laughs> is Brayden like again? Hockey, <laughs> football, soccer, yeah. anything. Yeah, if we can get some more identity politics, anytime you want to ruin something, just start <laughs> yeah. introducing. Identity politics. Just get diversity in there. You've just ruined. <laughs> you've just ruined it. Uh, diversity based on non- nonsense. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not here to hook up with anyone. I think she said that. Still going. That oh my yeah, lord. Uh, I'm just trying to find the missing piece of my heart so I can live happy. Uh, she doesn't she die has, of a heart attack. She has a heart defect. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do I want from you? At least have a job. Okay, that's fine. Right, that's a good work I'll, I'll ethic. That homeless population. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a good work ethic. Yeah. Have have a good attitude, or at least try. Like really try. So it's just what most guys would consider themselves. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I have a job. Let's yeah, uh, a good work let's, ethic. Let's like, try the reverse here. Uh, what do I want from you? No job. <laughs> bad work ethic. Have a terrible attitude and try to make it worse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm looking for someone 420 friendly who lives a healthy lifestyle <laughs> and isn't a judgmental. So you can smoke weed, but you can't eat those munchies. Yeah, you can, <laughs> those you, munchies are mine. Yeah, <laughs> I want someone who smokes weed but not cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> um, who lives? Uh, I'm looking for somebody who doesn't smoke weed. Uh, but is terribly unhealthy and is very judgmental. <laughs> this is a great game. It really, yeah. it really weeds out. Because it's like if somebody says something, they go, you know, like, well, what would I put on my profile? Uh, I'm, I'm a musician. I'd really like to meet someone who's real musician who's, who's into <laughs> who's into artsy fartsy music. Yeah. And what's the op? I mean, I, I don't want someone who's into artsy fartsy music. They, you know, they just like no, you know normal, normal music. Shit, yeah. That's a pretty reasonable thing to say. Yeah, like say you don't want someone about who's, yourself yeah. or the, and the people you like being around. Not I I dislike dislikable yeah. people. <laughs> you better be a behemoth. Uh, <laughs> not interested in anyone who already has kids. Uh, that, that's fair to put down. I'll give it And that uh, also not anyone who has serious baggage. Okay, well, I'm sure the person with again. serious baggage will be able to identify themselves well, the, very she, easily. She said multiple times throughout this whole thing about like, oh, I don't want any more games or weird relationship stuff. It sounds like she's got a bit of baggage. I mean, I'm not, even, uh, I'm not yeah. even saying that. When she's somebody a, keeps talking about all yeah. the things that they don't like, and you know, <laughs> I think what do we have? Don't cheat on if you cheat on me, I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that person. Uh, and then uh, five things I'll never do. Uh, I'll never be a vegan. Okay, that's a good check. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll never cheat. You don't know that. Unless yeah. it's on your diet. Uh, I, think, I, think, I think a lot of people, a lot of cheaters would say that. Yeah. Everyone uh, says that. No rapist likes rape. They just they just find weird ways to justify it. In I don't head. think that's true. I've seen Con Air. Okay, I've never seen Con Air. I've never, <laughs> I've never seen, actually seen Con Air either. Well, okay, so Muller, you got to... Right I guess there's a whole us. pro-rapist angle in that movie. There's, that there is about. a creepy guy who's like really glorifying in his... his I, met, I, like met an re- I met real people, but all right, this one movie character. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never not have a dog. I'll never like rats. I'll never take shit like from rats. anyone. Like snitches? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will never like snitches. 
They get okay. stitches. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I'll never like rats or hats. Uh, <laughs> um, so what advice uh, do we have for Kyla? How can how can she uh, uh, improve? It sounds she's like she's having an existential crisis and she should date a psychiatrist or something. To help her <laughs> date your psychiatrist. Yeah, that's he'll know that's what healthy. to do. Yeah, and then just meet him. You can meet him every day after every time every day you have sex, and then you can get a free session afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That'll be a really healthy way to deal with your weirdo problems. Uh, Braden, I don't know, man. She should, probably shouldn't put "I have my own apartment." That's that's just a trap for. People who are looking uh, to kill somebody and you know, like, like kill them. Oh, <laughs> good, al- she's got her own place. I, I live can... alone in my apartment. There's no windows yeah. or security cameras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she might want to, unless she's trying to lure somebody to her house, right? Who thinks they're gonna kill her, and, oh. then, and then she eats them. Well, she, so she wants a nice, uh, no baggage uh, yeah. virgin to her house. Sacrifice. I think she needs to lower her standards I'm if she just to wants to kill someone. I'm looking to acquire more baggage in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I want yeah, somebody okay. with lots of baggage and lots yeah. of kids. <laughs> I, that is fair if you have kids. It might make sense. To no, the kids thing makes somebody. sense. Yeah. yeah. Um. Would she like? Do you think somebody would would? Sell their kids or kill their kids if they're oh you can't have okay see you kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think on the profiles they usually say like do you have kids yeah it's, it's like a binary yes or no thing it's not part of the description yeah so. it's, it's an important detail to know yeah I don't know if it needs to go in okay so uh, yeah I would say just delete all your profile just put I like to play video games and I'm a big girl. And uh, then that's how you're going to get all the dates. That's stay, how you get them all. Stay out of my yeah. fridge. Yeah, stay, <laughs> stay out of my fridge. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I got my own apartment. I got a big fridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so... Speaking of dating profiles, do you remember uh, <laughs> the absurd um, like Tinder ad that was in the middle of this movie, like just so hardcore and blatant? Oh, man, we, we haven't talked about the ads yet. Yeah, uh, that's what I want to get I guess I'm going to have to get back to the dating advice part later. Let's, let, oh, let, I let's, thought, get, I let's do the ads. More, well, that's I, the I profile. Thought, that's the dating profile. Oh the, the dating advice and the profile, they've been so good. I couldn't... I originally was going to see which one flew better and then just choose one to be the segment well, just, but they're just, so funny just like a teaser there's a part in the middle of this movie where, where two of the the lady oceans uh it just cuts to a scene of them like a, just a close-up shot of their phone on I, what i think was tinder I, was, I wasn't paying too close attention but it's some oh, yeah it was like on a, it was clearly an official dating app i'm pretty sure it was tinder it was no it was tinder yeah it because yeah because tinder. before it showed the close-up shot she was explaining yeah and you just swipe left and if, if you're disinterested swipe right i don't know what yeah happened. yeah so swipe right if you're interested and then it hooks you up or basically and, and like literally the whole dialogue line was her explaining how the tinder app works and then it does a close-up shot of like these dating profiles like half the screen was full of the Tinder app. I would say more than half. Like it was a close-up shot wow. staring at the phone. It and, was some of the most blatant And it wasn't just someone's profile. It was like, you've got a match. You can go on a date. Yeah, it, oh, show, like, it, it showed really like her matching the... with someone else. Oh, like, weird. Okay. It was like a full 30 seconds, but... Yeah. So, what what what's some what's maybe some of the dating ad, well, uh, advice that we can give people using the apps and the oceans, and the Lady <laughs> Oceans movie? Uh, no. So I'll, I'll just I'll just get to the actual the the actual question that one of sure. our yeah, listeners yeah, yeah, sent yeah, yeah. in. So um, uh, the, this one's from anonymous. I didn't didn't get a name, what a weird uh, name. but it's clearly a dude. Uh, so uh, no, sorry, it's a girl. This looks like a girl. Uh, how do I get my crush to like me? I want him to like me, but I don't want to seem at all obvious as I'm not very popular and I'm shy. 
She's a woman? Yeah. I'll just show up. That'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is a question that a guy should be asking. Yeah. <laughs> I just show up. Well, yeah. How old is she? Uh, looks, I that doesn't matter, 15. I guess. If, mm, all right. I've, I've already been a horrible person this episode. Uh, you you got to just glam yourself up a bit. Because if you're asking this question, you're probably not, you're probably not very presentable. Because women shouldn't have to ask this question. So get prettier. Step number one. Then I would say get popular. Yeah, and easy, then, easy. And then stop being shy. Done. Done. Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's see what, let's see what so else we can do. So the easiest way into a guy's pants is to compliment him. Honest junk. <laughs> no, you just <laughs> nice like, because you get, as long as, uh, obviously, assuming she's not butt ugly, as long as she, she goes up to a guy and, like, if they're friends or, you know, there's a relative sort of interest, um, if you compliment just, a dude, guys eat that crap up. You don't even you don't even need to go that far. Just just like accidentally doing the front, just graze his hand with your hand. He'll immediately want to bang. Yeah, done. That's all it takes. <laughs> That's where our mindset is. I'm just saying. Like, as long as you're not like right, uh, you don't go in there looking like sloth from the Goonies or something. As long as you're, you know, got some yeah. high heels, makeup, just graze his hand. Done. You got him. So uh, brush your hand against his penis as you walk by him yep. uh, at his locker. Don't look like sloth. Don't look like sloth. Get more popular, number three. Stop being shy, well, number four. The other thing, too, is important is you want to imply that you're okay being intimate. So if you send Snapchats of your dumps to him, <laughs> it shows that you're comfortable yeah, with Yeah, like you don't have to put yourself out there by like putting, you know, sending nudes yeah. or anything. You don't want to be obvious. But it's saying, like, I, I, you know, I want to be intimate with you. I want to be in the same bathroom as you. Here's... Here's yeah. a bathroom brownie. <laughs> and then, Number and then, five, send him a bathroom brownie. <laughs> this is more advice. That, yeah, even one of these pieces of advice is a, is a slam dunk. So that's My advice is just don't be sloth and just show up as a woman. Guy is completely different. Uh, no fucking clue. Yeah, you don't have yeah, and no, None of do. us know. I know. Also, mark your menstrual cycle on his calendar. That so way he he'll knows. know when he knows. to talk to you and when not to talk to yep. you. Uh, he'll know when you're wasting his time. <laughs> so speaking of product placement <laughs> yeah. in, 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 in it, so we had, there was a great scene where they were they went to a Subway and started ordering. Dude, this felt <laughs> like, <laughs> Subway's this, awesome. Dude, this felt <laughs> oh, it like, worked on me already. This, the advertising in this movie, only for about five to ten minutes of the movie, felt like an Adam Sandler movie. It was yeah. just like, so that after they... They they're, they're they're looking through trying to get their their crew together. Uh, they need a pickpocket like yeah. artist, so they find some like Asian street broad who does like the three card Monty sort of acts on the streets and pickpockets people's watches. They see it happening. Some, Pretty much a- exactly what happened in, in Ocean's Eleven. Uh, and anyway, so when they're talking to her, like trying to talk her into being on the crew, it's in a subway as the Asian broad is ordering a subway. Like, it's clearly a subway. It's not just a generic sandwich place. And it does, like, this glamour close-up shot of the, awesome. of, of the, the subway employee making the sandwich. It shows, like, all the ingredients. Anyone who's been to a subway knows what I'm talking about. It has all the trays with the different ingredients you can ask for. And it, like, pans across all of the, all like, the whole, like, food trays and whatever. That and is they're like, awesome. hey, it was <laughs> such an egregious what, ad. It what was a- brutal. 
Hi, welcome to Subway. What sandwich would you like? Oh, can I have the uh, the new featured Harvest guacamole <laughs> yeah. chicken six inch? <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> <the line> of <laughs> like she's basically just reading the brand off. It, it wasn't very natural. It, it was it was really it was really clear. It was so when it showed the wow. glamour the glamour panning shot over the Subway ingredients tray, like I was like, holy shit! When they were just in a Subway and it shows them talking, I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't bother me. But then it started like a full like I'm gonna say five seconds which you know it's not a lot of time but in a, a movie shot that's a lot of time just going across subway tray food trays it was incredible uh, it you, felt like an Adam Sandler movie can you imagine being the director and like directing that and like trying to he, provide he just has to like yeah. literally that, that wasn't him saying oh what ads can we work in that was the I know studio, that the studio coming in saying uh, work this in they get someone that else feel to so, direct the maybe that portion <laughs> probably so they don't uh, want to sully the director <laughs> now another question was this a Sony movie Oh, I don't know. I, that, find out. I will tell you, though, the CEO of Subway is a woman. Well, there so you go. she was and, down on this. She was, she was well, down. I got to get in that. And, uh, well, Adam Sandler works with Sony, she right? And then to pay 77%, this is, this is not Sony. Oh, because Lady Ghostbusters was Sony. They had the Pringle can, and I don't know what else. That it, movie this, was awful. This was almost worse. There, really? This, well, this subway shot was the subway shot and the Tinder shot was definitely no, there, worse. No, and there, there was an even another really bad one. So one of the ladies on their eight team team uh she's like a she's a fence so she sells stolen stuff so they go and i didn't know wait, that would you say she's a fence yeah a fence, i didn't know yeah. that term either but so people like to sit on you her guys played, a, <laughs> played skyrim you don't know what a yeah. fence is i had never heard that term <laughs> she sells your stolen goods <laughs> she pays people enough. to sit on her and then <laughs> uh then they pay and gosh uh, she gets people to trick their friends into painting her <laughs> yeah so th- th- this, this is actually what i mean <laughs> This is what I mean by there was about five to ten minutes where I think they just crammed in. I didn't even say the point. But. All the advertisements. <laughs> no, no, I'm just So she has in her garage just s- stacks of products of Roombas. And, well, a whole and, bunch of Cuisinart kitchen appliances. Yeah, I, noted yeah. That specifically. I remember the brand names. Stacks because of PlayStations. It, yeah, it would, it would just be exactly. stacks. Not even exaggerating. Like <laughs> stacks yeah. with all the labels. in. I, I swear they made new labels for Worse them to be Jappy. extra big labels that would Whoa. say the brand names. It's them having a dialogue scene as they're walking through her garage which just has stacks and stacks and stacks of all these clear product There could have been probably 20 different product placements and it and Was there that it wasn't the same product like no, the same no, no, couple it was, but they'd have a stack of the same product and then the next column would oh, be yeah. a stack of another one It was insane And they I made have, sure to get those uh, those little labels weird. in, in focus In a way I kind of respected it cuz they're like look the studio is saying we got to throw in all these ads let's just have three horrible, Bang them out and, yeah. horrible minutes in our movie that are just egregious egregious product placement and it'll and then it'll be early enough and on they the movie, do anything and again, people really. will forget about it because the rest of the movie there was no, there was probably a couple that I didn't notice. Well, they did something. have an actual Vogue sponsorship because they had a guy. But that you know what Vogue. that was that fine. That was fine because it tied in with the movie seamlessly. Well, that, like I didn't Subway. even notice. It. <laughs> they should have Jamaicans like Subway, so we <laughs> yeah. tied in. They should have fit it all in the one scene. They should have been waiting in line at Subway doing Tinder. And then, and then they stumble into the back room at Subway, and they have all the all the things. <laughs> it wasn't that far off. It was from pretty that. close, man. It was so blatant. Like, like I said, it was so blatant, blatant. But 
in a way, I respected it because there was just let's just five minutes, boom, we'll get, we'll just load this fucking. And it's all within that same. Yeah, it's wow. all within. They, that's definitely what happened. They then. did yeah. have one really good product placement though, where they went to uh, this food vendor and got a hot dog, <laughs> and I was like, oh, hot dogs. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just, I was like, yeah, yeah. I can. Hot dogs must have paid a lot of money to get <laughs> yeah. this. Uh, yeah. And afterwards, yeah. I was searching around town, like, where can I get a hot dog? And, <laughs> you know, I went to Dairy Queen; they were closed, and A and W was closed. It was Seven Eleven. Guys was closed. And I didn't want a 7-Eleven hot dog. I'm sorry. That's not, that's not even a dog. So, so the hot dog sponsorship was pretty good. Nice. Street Vendors uh, America sponsorship. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't know if you had anything more. I, 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 I want to get start heading toward the end of my fight. Like the, the real review of how I felt about this book, oh. the actual, uh, my final um, thoughts. I, I've, got, I've got one more main point. Uh, I mean... I'm going to do mine and then let's get to yeah. our, let's do our boomer before we get to the end here. So, um, so there's, there's a scene where they go to this, the people who own the necklace, right? It's this $150 million necklace. It's owned by some fancy jeweler. Why is it so expensive? Is Cartier. It just, it's just like six pounds of diamonds. It's, it's like a whole fuckload of diamonds. It's like, you know. Like it, it's huge. Okay. It's it's actually, I, don't know, I don't know much more about diamonds and diamonds value is pretty bullshit and not as it is. Stealing it's, it because some bad guy is gonna get it and no, no, blow, no, 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 blow up no, no, no. the they moon just wanted them. with it. Like they're just like, we just that's want so, those diamonds. That seems so. I don't know if dickless is the right term. But like, <laughs> yeah. So uh, okay. Yeah. So um, they want the diamonds, and so they they hatch this scheme where they get a viewing of the diamonds in, in some way. And they're like, okay, so just take these fancy techno glasses and all you got to do is look at the diamonds with the glasses and it'll scan the diamonds and then we'll 3D print a zirconium version of them so that when we steal it, we can swap it out. Right? Simple uh, enough plot. Again, it was totally fine. The plot. logic, the logic. Okay, because that sounds insane. No, no, the logic me. of the heist thing, they want to steal this thing, but in order to get away with it, they got to put some fake one so people don't notice that it's And they missing. should at least The be... logic of the heist, that's perfectly fine. If I have sure. a 3D printer at my house, Lady Ocean's Eleven could at least be using a 3D printer yes. in their heist. Uh, you know, usually you they're supposed to show printer? you things from the future, I guess. But what have you printed with? I didn't know you had one. Some gaskets. That T-shirt is one. <laughs> some yeah, yeah. Some uh, that Baroness T-shirt. Some drum triggers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 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 they so they're the people who own the diamonds are really nervous about it though. They're you know they're deep in this vault and uh, and for first thing of course a woman does a poor planning and they they get down into the vault. <laughs> To scan it, and Even then, I think generally women are better at planning than guys. Well, all right, <laughs> can't trust them to plan yeah. to plan this. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so they go down uh, into the into the this basement that's a concrete bunker with this safe. And she tries to scan him. Like a the, comically large safe, like just to paint the picture. Like, like a, again, fine, in the, logic, Thrones, fine like, in the logic of the movie, but it's like a, it's one of those literal gigantic safes. That's it's like fine. Ten it's feet like, tall in a concrete bunker. It's like, cool. That's what we're talking about. Made of about. gold. Pretty yeah, cool okay. safe. So, so they they pull out the, they go in and they they pull out the thing so she can scan it, and then it and then it goes. Can't scan, no Wi-Fi connection, uh, yeah. because uh, like, oh well, we're deep in a concrete bunker. Of course, we can't scan it. And I'm thinking right away, you didn't know where they were holding the necklace. You didn't think that these people were holding the necklace in a safe that you wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be able to 
to, to it's basically a bank vault. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it's a bank vault underground, and they would have known. It's not that crazy to have thought that. Yeah, we've got like uh, five billion dollars worth of diamonds. Uh, probably it's underground somewhere. Uh, and in the oceans, in the actual Ocean's Eleven movie, they were able to know that the safe was underground. They knew everything about that. Yeah, they the had like a cool were... blueprint scene and all that. Like yeah, it was really three cool. D scan all that. So, uh, so so she goes, oh well, we gotta. I can't really examine these uh, these jewels, right? So can we uh, bring them upstairs so I can see them in the sunlight? Uh, and then they're like, oh, okay. We'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll do that for a little bit, which is it's a really harebrained. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it seemed like they were being super meticulous about their security for this diamond thing. But then when she said, oh, I want to see it in natural daylight, yeah, they just said, okay. <laughs> just bring it yeah, upstairs they, into natural well, daylight, well, as soon implying as, that it's close to the outside. As, as long as you have a kooky ex- excuse that only a woman would come up with. <laughs> uh, well, by all means. Yeah. See, that's the that's just one of the main problems with this movie is they wrote all the men like the men were women. <laughs> but they wouldn't have made these sort of decisions. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, some some guy in charge of a billion dollars of diamonds isn't going to be like, oh yes, that excuse is perfectly viable. I'll just go against all of our procedures and uh, put this put these diamonds at risk. So they bring it upstairs, and they're so so they're saying they're basically it's like you got like ten seconds to look at these because we got to bring them back downstairs. We're super nervous. So she starts <laughs> scanning them with the glasses. <laughs> And we see at this point, like we see what she's seen through the you glasses. You know, you can see through the glasses like it's a robot looking out of them. Um, and then it goes scanning 1%, 2%, 3%, 4%. So now, now there's this. There's this tension where she has to somehow get them tension. to... Tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow get them to... This keep... was one of the biggest tension scenes in the movie. <laughs> it really like, was. Quite literally. So, so, so she has to somehow just exp- expand her time up there looking at them. And I'm thinking... What data is this thing collecting? It's just looking at. Just take a. Just snap a photo. Yeah, let's scan the photo later. You're only half selling it. Like it shows the little percentage, like 76% complete. But it also shows the diamonds with like a blue highlight going over each diamond as if the video would have to individually highlight each like each diamond even though it can see all of the diamonds at once it didn't make any sense and it's at not all. like she's sitting there getting up close to the diamond moving around it in a 360 degree so it can get all the angles so not only is, are they making it seem like scanning something 3D is way harder <laughs> yeah. than it is? They also just didn't scan it all because they didn't scan the bottom of the diamonds yeah. or the back. Like they scanned it from one angle, so they don't have all the angles at <laughs> yeah. all. I just thought, <laughs> I just kept thinking, is this how women think technology works? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid. <laughs> or is this how baby boomers think technology works? Definitely which how is, baby boomers Which is a much more apt uh, description. Let's get to our baby boomers are shit of, of the, the week. week. Take, it, uh, take it away, Brian. All right, boys. One thing I find super annoying about baby boomers is a lot of them go by their middle name instead of their first name. Like Cornelius, like, like they, they're like their dad or whatever uh, named them, and then they're like, oh, but that's my dad's name, so I go by I go by my middle name, or I go I go by my a shortened version of like my third middle name, and they don't actually go by their first name. And, a lot of them are named after their dads, so that's your first problem with baby boomers. Yeah. So anyway, and a lot of them name their kids after themselves, 
And you just think, how self-centered are you? I definitely have a brother who is named after my dad, and they yeah. have to go by different names. And yeah, and it's it's kind of dumb because I'm like, well, now you're setting this kid up for a series of complications with like forms and stuff, and <laughs> people read you know read the legal name, and you know, oh, I don't you know I go by my middle. It, it just sets up confusion and screws the kid's life up, and I, it's a nitpicky thing. But I find a lot of boomers do that, and it's annoying. I think with boomers, when it comes to names, I think a lot of them, they really loved naming their children. This is maybe separate, but another, it's tangentially related. Uh, they love naming their kids really just the blandest names. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to dox myself and my brothers here. My name's Andy. My brother's name is Chris. And my other brother's name is James. Just like the most <laughs> generic names. I, I don't want, like, you know, I don't expect some crazy uh, Xavier style name or something. Right. I understand why you don't want a wacky name, but it's like the most uninspired yeah. names. Well, there's a reason in high school, and I'm not kidding, I knew like 15 different Brian's. Yeah. And Ryan. And like yeah, all everybody the got most- named after Brian Ferry. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Adams. I don't know. Yeah, it's funny though. They love those generic names. And yeah. I don't know what it is about that. I think that. it's because they're not creative types. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're all consultants. <laughs> <laughs> My parents almost named me Dylan. Really? Ooh, what, what is it that makes Dylan such a bad name? Because immediately I just like vomited in my brain, but I don't really know why. <laughs> it's a terrible Dylan, name. Dylan, why is it so bad though? You like you basically everything. Because I agree Dylan. that it's everything bad. that you've ever made fun of me for immediately would disappear out of my personality if my name was Dylan. That's <laughs> <laughs> any weird thing. I would just be just the. You just plainest. blend in with yeah. The... I just blend in with this gray concrete yeah. that that's beige that on tan. Um, <laughs> Dylan, I'm trying to think. The only Dylan I can think of is, I think, is it Luke Perry's character, 90210? Dylan or Jason <laughs> Dylan or something? I have never don't watched know. Dylan something. <laughs> I don't know why that came why to my mind. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I do know one Dylan who's cool, but his is like a D-Y Dylan instead of it. When That's I think, how I assume when I think of, it. No, I'm thinking a D-I-L-L-O-N, Dylan. Ugh. Mm. Think about that. Yeah, that's a boring guy's name. That's right? pretty boring. Yeah, that <laughs> doesn't get much more boring. If, you, if you're in the same way that guys with small penises buy big trucks, if you're a Dylan, you better do something to compensate <laughs> that blonde. You better dye your hair a certain color and make sure that your uh, dirty blonde hair roots don't show through. <laughs> and you better put on some makeup on your white pasty skin and maybe do some ab workouts for your like very loose but not fat stomach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're going to have to do a lot. Do you know someone yeah. specifically here? <laughs> you're going to have to do a lot. That's what I think of when I think of a Dylan. <laughs> like, to be fair, I mean, they avoided a cringy name like Dylan, but they still just named you Andrew. It's a very, uh, it's oh, a very bland, very bland <laughs> name. I'm, I'm making fun of your name, but I have the same name. Uh, <laughs> That's not doxing. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Boomer, it's just they're not creative people. I think that, yeah, that's probably it. it explains the music they that's like. That's why they're too. so shit. <laughs> yeah, what's their Boomer song this week? <sighs> Muller, you had a good one the other day. You I were forgot. singing it. I forgot. Oh, it's too late for that. Oh, well. We missed the intro. Well, let's get out. Taking care of business yeah. every day. Taking, Taking care, care of business and working all the time. Everybody's working <laughs> for the weekend. <laughs> that's actually Boomers good, love that's that. That's actually a good song. Yeah. It's got a cool. <laughs> I'm sound. working for the week. Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah, it's the new uh, millennial song. Everybody's working for the week. 
day. Yeah. <laughs> Mueller, every day is a weekend. Every day is a weekend. So if, yeah. I, right. if I had to quickly sum up my thoughts in one line. Wait, Andrew's um, a great name. What's wrong with that? It's just the blandest. <laughs> well, that was like, on yeah. delay of game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, yeah what's, your, what's your issue? It's, a it's just name. a bland name. I don't think it's necessarily a bad name. I don't think it's bland. Name. It's got it's a root. super bland. But you got lots it's of nicknames. You got Drew. You got Rue. You got Andy. And There's got also all cool nicknames. Andy's a cool not nickname. not necessarily saying it's bad. It's just bland. To it's me a very generic name. To me, a bland it's a name. John. It's a Steve. It's no, because John doesn't have, like, what nicknames do you have for John? Uh, Johnny Boy. Johnny, yeah, you have to extend it. No, <laughs> and Andrew has all sorts of great nicknames. Yeah. My mom calls me Scooter. <laughs> Scooter, was it? I was going to say Scooter. The Skeeter was the guy in, remember the show Doug? Yeah, Doug Funny, that. his oh, green buddy oh Skeeter. God. Anyways, let's get on. Yeah. Okay. So if I had to <laughs> sum give up. give away our millennialness that much. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Doug. <laughs> Doug Funny, man. Quail Man. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Quail? That should have sucked. Um... <laughs> <laughs> if I had to sum up my thoughts on the Lady Ocean's Eleven, just in one line, which I'm going to elaborate more than one line, but I'd say it was about 77% as good as the original. So, I thought that line to myself, and if anyone, I'm talking about the gender pay gap, um, but then I started thinking about it, it does kind of feel about 77% as good as the, as the, the George yeah. Clooney one. Uh, every, cause everything about it, because of the lack of attention and whatever, it felt like the, it's like the exact same basic plot. Uh, but kind of the life was sucked out of a bit. There's not as much charm and personality. It was like this. They got a bunch of the beats right. There was the exact them. same plot down to the part where she wanted to get revenge on somebody. So she was like going to plant. She plants part of the necklace yeah. on this guy who sent her to jail. And I was like, this scene was happening. So there's there's a scene in Ocean's Eleven where he's got his group of guys and his kind of second-in-command guy takes him aside and he goes, hey, man, is this about revenge for your ex-wife? Because that's a huge problem. Like, you need to be really logistical, not emotional about this. Like, you know, if that's what it turns out being, I'm never going to forgive you if this is some personal vendetta. And then the ladies, Ocean's Eleven, her friend takes her to the beach and she goes, hey, is this about some sort of personal vendetta with this uh, other guy? Because if that's what it is, uh, like, it, it was the exact Only same big, scene. Big difference in it, though. A small difference, but an important difference, is that in, in the George Clooney one, they kicked him out of the crew for it, and then it set up... Oh, it actually had It set some... up like this double, this, this, double, this bait and switch on the audience, because it turns out he was still in on the plans, but they made it look like he, he wasn't, so it added, oh, right. it added And a I certain, just watched Ocean's Eleven, added, I forgot. <laughs> and, you, and you saw it when it came out in theaters 15 years ago. <laughs> um, but... Uh, it added a certain intrigue to it. In the yeah. Lady Ocean's Eleven, it comes up and she says, oh, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And then, and then the movie goes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, okay. there's no consequences it's at all. It's not a tension between the partners. It's just nothing. It just comes up. <laughs> there's got, no lesson got, to be learned about getting got, revenge or anything. Everything works out, and she does get revenge on the guy. It's like... <laughs> It's like they. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like they carried that subplot seventy-seven percent of the way, but then didn't <laughs> quite go all the way there. Uh, so I started <sighs> thinking more about it, and then I realized that the Rotten Tomatoes scores uh, basically also say the same thing. So on Rotten Tomatoes, oh, on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, the, the the Lady Ocean's Eleven got sixty-eight percent. 
the, the, original, the, the George Clooney Ocean's Eleven got 82%. So that's saying that the Lady Ocean's Eleven is about 80% as good <laughs> as the so That's original. within 3% margin. That's awesome. 3%. Yeah. But then I started, I, I got a bit more adventurous with this, and I started looking at, well, how did the Ghostbusters one line up? And this one was, was perfect. It was... It had something, whatever, like 68. And the original has like 97. Oh, some for, it high should ass be, number. yeah. Uh, it rated 76% as much as the original. <laughs> almost down to the fucking number. <laughs> Incredible. I like, so Hollywood is basically just justifying that the, the gender pay gap should be there. Yeah. Uh, it has nothing listen, to do with economics and women's interests no. differently. It's just that they... It's, it's that they're about- literally only 77% yeah. as good. So, <laughs> listen, this 77% wage gap, uh, it's not because we're not comparing industries yes, correctly. No, nothing it's not because that. women no. aren't more disagreeable, no. which basically closes that gap to 98%. No. Irrelevant. It's because women under a meritocracy are <laughs> 77% as good as men. Yeah. That's what they're telling us Dude. with these female versions of the movies. Yeah. <laughs> I very much, because I know there's going to be a bunch more of these stupid gender swapped uh, reboots coming up. I'm gonna be fucking watching this because that's two for two, <laughs> like eighty percent. Dude, seven that's awesome. we gotta make that's like three percent margin of basically. If you combine, that's a two percent margin of error. We're talking. Here. We got we gotta make a website that's called uh, you know thumbsupgenderpaygap.com or something like that, <laughs> and it just keeps a live tracking of all of all of these scores to tell you the comparison between the female version and the male version of those. Like, we're these, quote, sexist guys making all these sexist jokes here, and my opinion is that women are probably just as good as men. Like, you know, oh, you have the training, you know, you have the skills. Turns but no, wrong. It's, all, it's, it's, all the, it's all the feminist agendas uh, uh, kind of being you know, making these pandering female versions that are literally saying, no, they're literally only just that good. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it, it's so, it's so it's insane. Uh, well, Molly, it turns out that two of the stars of this movie have an explanation for why this might be the case. Oh. Uh, and so Mindy Kaling, Mindy. who's uh, Kelly Kapoor. Kapoor on The Office, the Indian yeah. chick. Uh, and Kate- amazing character. Mindy's awesome. So funny, man. Yeah, she's good and, in that uh, show. So funny. Melissa McCarthy is so, so funny. Oh, there was a scene yesterday where it showed the back of someone's head, and I was like, Melissa McCarthy has finally shown up to this scene because you didn't know who the person's who it was going to be. It was this mystery female character, and I was it wasn't her, but I was. <laughs> yeah. some of the I almost the tricked story. Andy into thinking that Melissa McCarthy was uh, going to show up. So Mindy, Mindy Kaling, and another co-star in this movie, Kate Blanchett. Uh, they, I, I was just typing this into Google after watching this movie in preparation for this episode. I found some articles saying that they are blaming the dominance of male critics for middling reviews. Mm-mm. Yes. Incredible. So <laughs> even, even with a predominantly female cast in a movie that sets out specifically, it's one of those movies that's, that's like the tagline might as well have been, uh, see, the girls can do it just as good too. Like that, that's their whole Yeah, that's thing. a very pure motivation that generally leads to pure art. 
uh, that yeah, stands exactly. on its own. Oh, I'm going to do what you did, uh, but in a derivative fashion. And yes. Yeah. So of every- course, I was waiting for that original masterpiece after mm-hmm. that motivation. So <laughs> everything about the, like everything about this whole concept of these gender swapped films is all always just about like there should be more of them because they would be just as good or whatever. But no, no. So when it gets middling reviews for all the like tensionless stuff that I'm talking about, now it's still it's still the men's faults that it's not. It's men. all yeah. the it's, it's all, some it's some male critic. It's all the male critic's fault that we couldn't think to put an antagonist in our story. Well, the, but, the most basic of storytelling elements we forgot. It's all those male critics' fault. Well, but also they're so they're also talking they're talking specifically about the Rotten Tomatoes score, which was 68, I think 68 percent roughly at the time that I read it. Uh, have you ever like we? I think we've talked about it in the past. Have you ever seen some of the credentials it takes f- to make it onto the list? I have no idea, of, actually. Of rotten, I don't know what the I've actual, seen GeoCities websites dude, on there. You can you can write. We any, could definitely get referenced if we just started writing a little series yeah. review on dude, our website for any, each episode. Any slapdick review gets thrown onto Rotten Tomatoes. You like. All it basically says is that there's more male female there's more male critics than there are female critics for whatever what reason. What was the audience score? But it's not though? like it's not like you have to go to mm-hmm. co- it's not like you have to go to college and be hired to be a movie no. reviewer with some shitty GeoCities website. Anyone can do it. And like I would, it's like anyone can be a critic. It's not like mm-hmm. it's it's just, oh it's a male dominated industry. The 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 movie, movie the online movie so, yeah. so, so, anyone can do it. Listen, it's all of these male critics' faults uh, that we got sixty eight percent. And you know who whose fault it really is? The audience who gave us fifty yeah. <laughs> percent. <laughs> and 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 remember, in that theater, ninety five percent of those people were women. Oh, ninety-five percent of the people seeing this movie are women, yeah. not men. So, yeah, uh, women tank. Based, based, apparently, the women like to even less. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That but was... even so, so they clearly they made this movie to appeal to women. Like, like I said, it's all like Glamour magazine and all these shots of of, of pretty dresses mm-hmm. and necklaces and whatever. Immediately, like you're already not trying to appeal appeal to a male audience. So if if more critics are male than female, yeah, it might result into it, but like, it's not like the male critics are to blame. You just, you have to say, well, it's the females that are to blame for not being more interested yeah, in becoming right. I mean, critics. I've got, some, I've got some good reviews here. So we've got Bob Mondello from NPR. Uh, he, gives, he gives it a, a thumbs up. You know, this is fresh. Anne Hathaway uh, is just, uh, you know, doing a great job. And, uh, you know, this is great and this is great. And it's this really nifty takedown of celebrity culture in the fashion world. Okay. Uh, next review, <laughs> Stephanie Zacharek from Time Magazine, a woman. Ocean's 8 should be great. Instead, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's all the male reviewers' fault that yeah. your Rotten Tomatoes score is, uh, that is, is doing so, so, so poorly. Or maybe, maybe, just a- maybe, after the movie kind of gets middling reviews, you could stop making movies for you could stop making excuses for your movie just being okay. There's not this movie isn't egregiously terrible or anything. It's it's all right. Like I said, it's about 77% is going to I remember Tolkien wrote Lord of the Rings after he had a political agenda that he really wanted to push, so he just started writing all but, of a sudden, not based on his previous interests, but just, uh, he's like, oh, well, I have a political agenda. I must be a competent writer. But this is, this is <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got annoyed by this because this is purely just them making up excuses for a, a poor movie because there's tons of cases of female-dominated or female-led or 
or very prominent female I roles. I mean, Mad Max is a pretty good example. Well. I, wrote, I wrote down a few of them just off the top Annihilation, of my head. man. And most of these are movies that I just saw that have yeah. seen recently. Other than, so Fury Road, that one, it's not male, or it's not female. Furiosa is definitely very, the, the main yeah, character. Yeah, she's basically the protagonist. Uh, Arrival. She's Arrival was huge. We just, like, Arrival was a massive movie. It's yeah, Amy Adams, female, yeah. Female yeah, you just need to have a female actor, and actress, like, and, and um, a male director. There's also like a strong theme of, 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 of motherhood and the sense of, of loss and, and desperation that can have very lots of female, female themes in very there. female themes very popular but like I know well, a lot of like, dads who were like like that was a brutal movie like the end of that movie oh, was yeah. really I mean I didn't relate to it at all I was like this is dumb well, but apparently if you're if you have kids it's uh, really brutal Arrival? Uh, uh, yeah apparently it's an ins- like an insane ending if you're a parent and whatnot. okay I'm almost done but, yeah uh, no I know so but another example we were talking about at the beginning of this episode, hereditary, very yeah. female lead. Again, it's 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 a it's and it's a lot about the hereditary nature of all the the females in her past, like very female oriented story in a sense. Uh, right, you, thematically female yeah, thematically. as well. Thematically, you mentioned an annihilation, yep. which is literally like dude, it's a poster child for everything Hollywood's trying to and push. Nobody said a fucking no word about. I know Red Letter Media made that commentary too, but again, yeah. but that movie reviewed very well. People are talking about it critically, yeah. did very well. Uh, it follows, and many, many, yes. many, many other horror movies where, yeah. the, where there's a female lead, like taking down the monster or whatever it is. Like that's very, very big trope in horror movies to have a female lead. Yeah. Um, I Tanya, I know there's an autobiography movie. I'm trying to hit a bunch of genres too. Like that's specifically about Tanya Harding and like her life and the the impact her mother had on her. Yeah, life. And she's not that prettier either. And they definitely did not make her that attractive in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> too. Like, yeah, it wasn't like this sex movie or whatever. Uh, great Netflix movie. I highly recommend a little indie movie called I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. I know. Yeah, that's a good one. Great fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, movie that just... Showgirls. Showgirls. Uh, <laughs> classic. Coyote Ugly. A Neon Demon. <laughs> uh, the Neon Demon? Movie yeah, that, that's... Movie that I didn't particularly like, but cleaned house in the awards last year, The Shape of Water. Yeah. Uh, Sicario, another fucking yeah. gigantic movie. All of these reviewed really well and like lots of positive comments from audiences and critics alike. But no, this one movie where it got a mid... All of the male reviewers just decided to turn on us. Uh, no, they you know, were as, all... They, they're, yeah. always, they're always all sexist, except for this huge, massive list I could jot down in like a minute after starting to think about this. Yeah. Uh, and I can think of a bunch more. I, I won't get into it, but yeah, you're right. There's... Uh, the thing. Yeah, <laughs> it, the thing. It, it, yeah, it has, so it has nothing Blood to do with... No. It has nothing to do that this is basically just an uninspired reboot rehash of yeah. the originals where you just flop... You just flipped the genders as if that was super yeah. clever. Yeah, and whatever. what they screw up is that... No, it's sexism's fault. Exactly, and if they took... Bullshit. If they're putting women in this spot and they actually do something different because they're women, they're like, oh, like, here's something the men wouldn't do. Like they, they go about their heist differently, but it, they basically just well, replace they, the I genders, wouldn't right? Steal some lame diamonds. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I, I mean, like if they're doing if if it's if it's different, you know, it, all they did was replace replace the men with women and then carry out a a boring heist movie, correct? Like they don't actually do anything different. Like the fact that they're no. women doesn't change. Other than that, how... they're glomming over a necklace. <laughs> yeah, seems, that seems like the more horribly sexist thing to me. Like. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like it makes... I think Fury Road's a great example because they took that Mad Max universe, they perfected the, the, the what that universe is, but yeah. they had a very female perspective thing. I remember George Miller, the director, saying something that he wanted the movie to, to be about because all the other ones were always about some resource that they were fighting over. And in this one, he wanted the resource to be people, and he thought, mm-hmm. oh, what about women that were, you know, 
breeder slaves type, but he didn't want the movie to be about one man saving all these women from another man. So essentially one man taking women right. from another man. So he, he, right, that he, makes had, sense. he had a more female perspective. That's why Furiosa, mm. the character, was introduced. But I know there was a bunch of those annoying males rights, uh, men, men's rights activists that got pissed off about that. But you watch the movie and it's totally natural and it wasn't a part of their like marketing scheme. It wasn't a part of, see, yeah. the girls can do Mad Max just as good. It was more, <laughs> oh, this is an interesting story about desperation. Mad and, Mary. And, right. And, and stealing people. Mad Mary, period road. Uh, so, yeah, but no, mm-hmm. with Ocean's 8, it was, it was sexism, even though there's tons of female. Yeah, tons of them. In multiple All right, genres, all right, all right, all right. Uh, <laughs> I get the point. <laughs> that, that, I, and that's all, that's, all, that's all I have to think about. Uh, which is a lot more than I thought I would ever think about. I guess... The Lady uh, Ocean's Eleven. So there was a scene where Anne Hathaway, again, could use another 100 pounds on her, but uh, she put, tries on this necklace and she's getting all turned on by how much it's worth. And... Uh, mm. Yeah, it was a turn on. I was turned on. I was like, yeah, this is steamy. You know, she loves that. <laughs> she loves that necklace. So um, much for you. Uh, and then uh, the only other point I, I remembered is is uh, Sandra Bullock. So she's taking revenge on on somebody who had sent her to jail. So uh, so she so she goes off in this performance. It's like, oh, well, I have to take revenge. He sent me to jail for five years. Don't you know what that's like? And I remember thinking, you know, I remember that performance. It was done, uh, you know. 70, <laughs> it was done 33% better by, by George Clinton <laughs> in Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> uh, no, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, that's all I got. See you later, guys. So long, Lucas. Don't uh, join our Facebook group. Don't join our Facebook yeah, group. Yeah, sorry. Join our Facebook group. Uh, you better answer the questions yeah. or I won't approve you. And uh, let us know if you want us to do a Twitch stream, and we'll stream it live, 1 p.m. on Saturdays. Let's go get some Subway. <laughs> Subway. Uh, the, Actually, yeah. The new Hamway casserole. Uh, six inch. <laughs>